passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, we are... Blitz will get... I feel really good because Blitz is on the other side. So I know we'll, I know we'll be instantly on. What, there you go. Did did Jay already leave? No, I'm in Lummy seat. I don't see it. I don't. I don't see you. There. I'm looking right there. I think oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. It's blitz. It's the blitz. It's uh, the screen. The the screen configuration's a little messed up. Blitz, I got no, you on. Dan, Dan scooted over and is next to Steve. Okay, but like. Oh, Dan's working on the computer. Dan. Oh, I, I was. I was sorry, Bubba. I was uh, helping Steven get online. I don't know if Steve needs to read chat. He, I, you know, Steve can't handle chat. Yeah. He'll get chat cancer quickly. He will. Steve will fucking track. You. We'll be fighting a guy by the end of the night. He'll be calling on Iggy every day. I <laughs> <laughs> can block people. Yeah. Now the other thing you got to do, Dan, because you're very camera friendly, and so is Jay, is you have to take Steve's microphone and put it to the right side of his mouth. Okay. Exactly. Not to Diana. Because yeah, yeah the, so he can so he can see his so he can see his pretty his prettiness. Yeah. And then show him where the, the screen is over there. Yeah, so then can... show him where the screen, and then tell him to take his bottle of water and move it because it's fucking it. It's fucking the state of the Diacos. Now, is this the state of the Diacos or is this the Diaco Roundtable? It's, it's your call. Well, I know, but it's, it's like about... state of the union. There's no real state of the union this year, so why don't we make it state of the Diacos? <laughs> the state of the Diacos. Okay, sure. Okay, but now we all, we all, everybody get everybody get is your Diacos shit. or Diacai. Someone said. That. <laughs> <laughs> I heard <of> Diacos. <laughs> well, technically, your name is not plural. It's it's singular. Actually, it was back in the day. It was Diacos, apparently, and it's uh, apparently not even Italian in origin. It's Greek in origin. Did and you get mad, Dan, and make it singular because you didn't want anybody else to fucking share <laughs> the, 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 the craziness? Uh, I didn't have anything to do with it. You know how they love to shorten names when you come to America. So back at least back in the day. Do you guys know? You can have do you, you guys want. know who the first Diaco was? My grandmother. Uh, that was, came from that came from wherever you guys came from. Yeah, she came from Calabria. Stephen actually applied for Italian citizenship recently, and so got all of the documentation. Steve's so retired, he's going to Italy. <laughs> he wants to be able to travel freely whenever he wants without regard to antibody testing. Steve, are you going to talk at all today, buddy? I'll say a thing or two. I'm trying to get all dialed in. He's locked here. up. He's, is he locked he's up? So he's distracted. He's, so he's, he's reading. No, he's, he's, reading. So, he's, he's so, right so right locked up. He's like the time that I rearranged his shit on his desk. And he, oh. Oh. Steve, were you were you going to be <laughs> Steve? Were you mad or? Were you were you close to being unglued, or you just knew it was me? I knew it was you, but it still was like he was too still much. unglued. It was too much. <clears throat> did did was it mad? Were you mad? I wasn't mad. I just was like uh, uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable when things are out Jay, of their sorts. Jay, did he talk to you about it afterwards? If it would have been anyone else other than you or Rob Adams, there would have been blood. Well, Rob was behind it. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's why it was okay. <laughs> okay. What if Jimmy Cleavis had done it? 
Uh, Jimmy gets away with a lot. He I does did, get away I with did. a lot. But he would know yeah. better. See, Jimmy wouldn't intentionally taunt him like that. No, Jimmy's really like, you know, he just, yeah, you're right. I'm only the, I'm the only asshole that would do that. And I'm, you know what, like and, quite frankly, and quite frankly, Steve, I'm sorry for it. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was really, I was just bored. Jay was all up into some legal shit, and I was just bored, and I had to go do something. For those of you who don't know what he's talking about, Bubba flipped everything in Steven's office upside down. Steve likes everything meticulously in its place. Like even the labels facing the same way. And so he literally put his chairs upside down his everything that was on his desk was on the floor it was steven's, chaos. steven's office when uh, his lawyer office when they were at the bank of america building looked like literally a template for like a show office oh yeah like, it was you like know, a movie set like, caviar you know, like, oh, tacos with a thousand bits thank you caviar it was literally like if they were going to show hey if you uh, rented this space this is what a real fucking cool office would look like you know and no it just stayed, and nobody ever touched it yeah. Like a model home. Exactly. <laughs> he had his uh, I didn't Oscar spend a lot of time in there. No, I don't know if I ever saw you there three times. <laughs> it was so well, you, uh, it was, it was so well uh, kept because he was rarely in there. It was staging, all staging. Yeah. All right, so this is the State of the Diacos with uh, Jay, Dan, and Steve. And we've never done this before. Some people are calling it the Diaco Roundtable. Uh, Jay said he'd like for it to be called the State of the Diacos. It really doesn't matter. I've ne- I have known the Diacos now. What day? I met you first. Was it ninety seven? At, at the end of ninety eight. It was the fall of ninety eight. All right, fall of ninety eight. And then I'm trying to think about who I met next. I think it was probably Stephen. Well, um, it could be. Yeah, and, and I think so. It was Steve. And then Jay came around later because it's probably Steve at the dollhouse. <laughs> you know, we actually came in with the uh, boxing. Yeah. Oh, with China Chin Smith. Right. China right. Chin Smith. We got to get into all that oh uh, here, Bob and Tara. How about the time, Steve? Just first question goes to you. Tell me about the time that you negotiated or with Donald Trump uh, on a boxing promotion with China Chin Smith. Uh, okay, so Steinbrenner, George Steinbrenner, the old man, right? A uh, friend of the family. He Which, got by the way, did you know us. Mark Tate uh, rep- was his personal in- attorney? And that's 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 Tate's deal. That's he was, crazy. He was Steinbrenner's. He was the only guy that Steinbrenner let have long hair. I got one better. Did you know that Steve <laughs> represented Steinbrenner when he put his bid in on Tampa Stadium on the, the Buccaneers? Stadium, on, the Buccaneers. Me, on the Buccaneers. Oh, for real? For real. So go Donald Trump first, then go Steinbrenner. All right, so go ahead, Steve. Tell the story. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to give you some evergreen behind. Well, anyway, George Steinbrenner uh, set me up with Donald Trump. We were trying to... Now, to... is George friends of your dad? Yes. So that's that's how the meeting yeah, was. Th- that yes, but he right. and I became friends, too. Um, he really mentored me as a young guy. We'd go to lunch all the time. It was just surreal that that was my young professional life. It was just crazy. We'd go to the old Malio's. I mean, the old Mario's on Dale Mabry. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So we were we were friends. He got behind my boxing. He said, uh, I want you to go to New York. I want you to meet with Showtime. I want you to meet with That's HBO. when you were promoting a guy named China Smith here locally, right? Yes. Just to give everybody some backfill. That's what yes. we're talking about. We've been promoting for years. Um, we had gotten finally to the level of trying to get to the network's attention. We had Steinbrenner behind us. It was it was happening. The wind was behind our sails. And he had a meeting with Trump in New York as well as Showtime and HBO. And so 
I met with Trump. We go into his office. I was with my uh, African-American partner who was in his 60s at the time. Henry Grooms? Yes. That's yes. it. Henry. How about that? No, uh, not. Uh, Rest in peace, Henry. Yes, yes. And so we go in there. Wait, and has he died? No, he's walking wounded. No, no, he's around here somewhere. <laughs> oh, is he? Yes. I'm, uh, you know, I'm he will sorry never die. He looks I'm like he was going to die 20 years ago. He looks like he was dying when he was a corner man. He'll <laughs> never die. He was going to die when China got knocked the fuck out. I died that night. We all died that night. But Bubba, he was... He was paralyzed and walked again. Like he was paralyzed in a football injury, and and was told he would never walk again. Henry and he got up and Henry, walked again. Yeah, yeah, he's a he stud. played collegiate and Real. some pro ball. All right, mm-hmm. so you're with Henry Grooms. So we're in there, and you guys represent a boxer it, named China Smith. I think he's undefeated at this time. Is yes, he not? heavyweight. Yes. I'm all suited up. This is the big meeting. It's the same. It was the Trump Tower. Same office. He's still in. To, well, since he just a little purple moved jersey out. with a hundred dollars cash. Oh Thank man! You. Thank oh, you. My God. What's up? So anyway, in walks the secretary. She says, come on back. We go into his big office. It was a huge office. And we sit down, and he's there with his daughter. And she's on his lap. She was young at the time. And he's just a loving father. And, he, and he's like, okay, sweetheart, i got to meet with these men, meet these gentlemen. And then he excuses her. And then the phone rings, and it's Melania. And he gets on the phone. Oh, and turns, Donald. He was. Oh, it was like that. And he's so cheesy. He's like, oh, you're doing hair and makeup. Oh, okay, baby. Oh, I love you too. I can't. And he turns into the cheesiest boyfriend. Loving dad. Right. Out. Cheesy boyfriend. Hangs up the phone. And then he looks over at us and he goes, can you believe a guy like me from Queens is... I don't. Can you say that? Yeah. yeah. Is banging a girl, you know, like that? You can that. say fuck. Fuck, fucking a girl. He said fuck. He said, can can you believe a guy from Queens like me is fucking a girl like that? And we're like, and he threw a magazine across the desk, and it landed right in front of us with her on the cover. Now, do you think that? Tell him why he said. You know do why you, you're here? Do you think? I haven't that, gotten to that part. Do you think the doting dad and the hot model girlfriend was part of a negotiation deal? Was it a dog and pony show, or was it just his, just the way he rolls? I just think it's the way he rolls, and it's just you saw all these different personalities in this. In this. Oh my God, country girl five uh, four thousand. Yep. Thank wow. you. Nice. The, the the state of the Diacos raking it in. And T Sharpie oh, nine resubs. I need a sub. So guys. anyway, so oh by then, the way, let me stop. Uh, let me stop programming yeah, right Dan now. Doctor Dan needs a sub. Doctor Dan Diaco needs somebody to. Are you signed on? I am signed on. All right, because I think if you're signed on, they can uh, blitz your microphones on uh, as well. If you need to participate, I don't know how the sub game goes. But Please participate, Blitz. Yeah, Blitz. Don't. Uh, is he over there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. Chime in, Willie, if you like. Or uh, now, how does a, a sub work, uh, Blitz? If Dan signed on when and, he, and he's begging for a gifted one, how does it work? <laughs> the guy that fl- the guy that drove up in a pista needs a, f- a five dollar free sub, right. please. I just realized I just ran <laughs> out. I don't. You know, Steve has no idea what sub be. means. By Bl- the way, Blitz, how does that work? Can somebody throw him one? Somebody can gift him a sub. Specifically, yes. Oh, okay, specifically. Okay. Oh, okay. Like JJ that. Charger yeah. 23, thank you for the gift sub. just look at that. Uh, JJ Charger, Pinellas County. Okay, so you're in New York. You're in Donald Trump. <laughs> I've lost the entire you know, we all, like, momentum every, of this story. Every, every one of us has ADHD. I'll have to keep us on track. No, no, to I, got I, guess. I got this. So... By the way, Jay, next question goes to you, so get ready. Now okay. he's, you know, Esquire with 15 subs. Braggadose, pimping, like, look at me, this is my girlfriend. We're like, wow, that's incredible, she's, she's beautiful. And so then he changes gears again, and he goes, so you guys know why you're here, right? And I said, yes, sir, we're here to talk about boxing, look at your venues, we're really excited. He's like, no, 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 you know why you're here, right? And I said, uh, to, I mean, uh, fights? And, and he's like, no, you're here because Mr. Steinbrenner asked me to see you. That's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and uh, wow, man, that was like he cut me down real right. quick. But then he flipped it again. He was really gregarious. He was generous. They they sent us off in his limousines to the casinos in Atlantic City at the time, and we looked at all the different venues. We also did have meetings with Showtime. Got a commitment from them to do a fight, and they and it was like this whirlwind weekend. We also had the had opportunity Russian hookers peeing on them the whole weekend. It was awesome. to do the Tyson Holyfield. I think fight. Dan's projecting at this juncture. But I know anyway, that's yeah. weird. The Tyson Holyfield fight, <laughs> right? And uh, it, it was after the ear biting incident. It would be the rematch, and nobody could get that placed. And they said, if you guys can get twenty you, million dollars and Florida to do it, you'll get the fight. And, oh, and Steinbrenner ended that. up giving us twenty million dollars to do that fight. And it was all but Jeb Bush that stopped it from happening. I forgot what? that, Stephen. Yes. What? 100%. Yes, Holyfield Tyson 2. So so Holyfield Tyson 2 was supposed to happen in Florida. Yes. With your with your promotion. Yes. You got, Steve's the boss. You, you got, see why. Yeah, you yes. got you went and got twenty mil from, from Papa from Papa George. Yes. And then how did Jeb shut it down? Just the state of Florida? It, it, it wasn't gonna they would not license it through the boxing commission. It ended up being in like Iowa or something crazy, some weird state finally yeah, uh, after approved the first, it. After but the first that, fight, that was he was tough. a pariah. You know, you couldn't get you couldn't get Tyson uh certified tough. in a state. And it turned out to be fine. The fight was fine. We would have made so much money. And we had to it's pitch massive. it to uh, his his people, George's people. And I remember I was so excited that George scolded at me in the middle of the meeting. You're too excited. You're too excited. I'm going to tell your father. You're too excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I just $20 million. <laughs> oh, so. And well, tell him about putting the offer in the Buccaneers when you were, what, 28? We were young, 29? and uh, he, he made an offer for, um, if I remember correctly. When, when Culver House was selling, right? right. Before, yes. Before he had passed place. away. <laughs> right. Hugh. The trust was selling, and uh, we've he valued the team, all his team of accountants and all his people at $150 I bet million. you Tate was part of that. He might have been. He, he very well might have been. All right, so they, they evaluated it at $140 million? 150. 150. And he said, I'm going to throw another $25 million as community pride. That's what he called it. And he offered 175, and they came in at like what, almost 200. 192. 192. It was, almost, yeah. it was I and, think. And it turned out to be, you know, they stole Worth a it. billion dollars, like yeah. five years but, later. But yeah, years. that would have been, you know, a different trajectory in our lives. We but, would have been just not really. Know. I mean, Daddy Joe stayed on. No, but you know, Steve, <laughs> yes, we, Steve would have been doing sports entertainment oh, yeah. law. I mean, we would he would have just literally purchased the Buccaneers for for Steinbrenner. I mean, he's the one that put the bid in formally with Steve. Wow. That's when he was doing you know sports and never, entertainment law. You know what I never understood is, and I know that their facility now is second to none, and this is probably, I'm talking about the Buccaneers training mm-hmm. facility, and I'm talking about the old Sombrera, as you guys are very familiar with. You probably, as kids, went there, you know, yeah, every home time, game. Every time. <laughs> right. Yep. I mean, that's every where time. your dad's, I mean, he, he, your dad was day one doc, team doctor circa 1976. Yep. And what we would do, Bubba, for every game for like literally right. almost 20 years, so when they, every Sunday we'd go to the game, and then we'd have to meet dad at the, at the wall on the sidelines. And he'd reach over, and we'd have to kiss him in front of 60,000 people, which we didn't mind, but it's just that we were Italians. We'd just give him all a kiss. He would hand us two programs and a, two handfuls worth of gum. And it was a tradition that every time we would do that, then we'd go into the stands, we'd eat and, and drink whatever magazine. we want, and you know, the magazine that goes with the game. Yeah. Right. And after the game, we would go around to the locker room and wait by the fence. And after about 15 minutes, he'd Dad would come around. out and he'd pull us into the locker room. And we were going into the locker room as like 10-year-olds 
every seeing like Vinny, single game. Vinny, we knew and, them all. And, you know, all it was actually Leroy Selman, Leroy Leroy Selman, Selman Batman to, Woods, yeah, exactly. um, the the original guys, Cecil Johnson, Ski Pole with a thousand bits. It Thank was, you, Joe. It was uh, so my, the most incredible, surreal thing. When they when they said, "Okay, we're going to blow up the big sombrero, we're going to build Ray J beside it." And then we're gonna, you know. Now remember, guys. Even when, even when they blew up the big sombrero and they put the new stadium, they still practiced at the shithole for the longest time. Yeah, oh, yes. right. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. One Park. Buccaneer oh, place. It was a shithole. The weights were rusty. Oh, yeah. It smelled like mildew. It so, smelled like a cheap, like our high shitty school. motel was, in, was, in like yeah. the, the Florida. One, the one good thing that the sombrero had was you know the press tower was super high up and it was and then when they knocked the whole thing down that was the last thing they knocked down you know how remember it was on big fucking yep. concrete stanchions yep. Yep. I didn't I was always thought it would be kind of neat if they would build the practice facility right there and that would be the general manager's office and stuff overlooking the fields you know, That'd be a great office. Can you imagine? See, I was thinking that they, oh, that'd they, be awesome. They, you know, they were, but I think they kind of really needed it for parking. Did they not? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, for you yep. know, that's what they used. And it they for. took and that old mall over. Remember Tampa Bay Mall? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where they made the facility what, in that whole what, area. When you guys were growing up, I don't know. It was about a month. Danny, when would airtight ski pole with a thousand? Bits. Thank you, Thank Joe. You. When did we go to the car show? A month ago? Yeah. Okay. Well, three weeks. We were live on YouTube, and then we went all throughout your neighborhood. And Dan gave me the history of all your deal. But when you guys used to go to the mall, Country Girl with two thousand bits. Thank completed you, Country. The, with hype train bubble with ten seconds left. Thank you. <laughs> what mall? What was the what was the go to mall for you three? Gateway, Gateway mall. mall. Which one was that? That was the one on eighty third and and ninth Street. And then the was we it were, a real mall though? No, it was a crap mall. And then so the fancy bad. mall was Pinellas Square Mall. And Tyrone. and Tyrone, but we would go to Pinellas or Tyrone. Those are yeah, nice but ones. Tyrone was way far away, really. Yeah, yeah. it was. So you Pinellas know. was the one we usually go to, and in Tampa, it would it be was the Tampa Bay Mall. We were, back the Tampa then, Bay Mall was the new near, mall. You know, uh, the the one mall. down by the stadium, the yeah. one where the the playing the, the uh, field is now. Yeah, their, so their sports training. And remember facility. back in the day, your mom could literally you three could probably drop you guys off at the mall. You guys would go to the arcade, fuck around because you don't have to worry about anybody. Ah, oh my god, we could ride our bike mom, to the one at the we block. We paid, we seal ten thousand bits. bits. What? Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I mean, you know, we and also I, Dingleberry Stink with a thousand bits. Thank I, you. And you didn't have to really worry about somebody, you know, fucking, you know, uh, abducting you and chopping you up back then. No. Well, no, we, we had those stories, but mom, the whole rule was don't talk to strangers. And so the same thing should hold true for kids. But Danny and I, you know, but it was just like different times because Dan and I got cornered and like got like pretty much beat up at uh, bowling alley. They didn't hit us. I mean, and they keyed your car, car and, and it turned guy, into this whole big. The, oh, the, the bowling alley down by Northeast. Druggies versus Jocks. Yeah, well, we played, Bubba. Circa oh, yeah. 1983. When, no, when, me, when we were on the team with Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, same place. Same place. And Dan throws the ball two-handedly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you got to watch that. Jay, Dan. Jay, tell me about your BMX career. Um, it was short-lived. <laughs> uh, I was a little guy. <laughs> and, uh, I was too small to be on any team sport. So the only thing I could find that I was good at was... Because you could pedal pedal the shit out of the bike, right? I could pedal the shit out of the bike, and size didn't matter very much, and I was pretty fast, and so, you know, I've always liked, as a kid, I wasn't really a team sport guy, I was more of an individual sport guy. Jay marches to the beat of his own you know, I I mean, But Jay always had the coolest gear, though, But do you know why, though? Yeah, his equipment. The reason was, he's always, even when he was a little punk, 
always had the that nicest shit. That BMX bike shit. was the best. The nicest shit. The he would wait and he wait still got the got nicest got shit. Absolutely. Correct. He I is think Captain Equipment. Listen, I'm telling you right now, Dan, I think he's got nicer shit than you do. He does. There's no doubt. <laughs> he does. I'll man. say it right he now. Does. Absolutely. Dan, Five miles. Hey, Dan, the last time I checked, you got his hand me down $8,000 helmet that you bought for like half price. Yeah. Hand me down everything. Hand me down Willie. That's what he is. Yeah, whatever. Now, speak. So tell me your BMX, and then we're going to talk about hand me downs. Right. Tell me your BMX. So the the reason I did it's because I was little. I mean, I went to high school. I was four foot ten, ninety eight pounds. So I wrestled ninety eight pounds. It's the only sport where yeah. you could get parity. I was a badass little ninety eight pounder. I was nine and two. I either pinned or got pinned. Right. So I just treated it like being in a fight with Steven, and I did pretty well at it. But the next year, I grew seven inches in five months, and then I was a strangly little 135er. You remember 135? Slamming 135. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. The 135s were like the Eric Grahalis. <laughs> they were like little grown studs. men, right? Yeah. They were like 155, right. walk yeah. around uh, weight. They cut 20 shaved. pounds. Yes. They're shaving. I didn't have any hair near my nuts yet. You and were 135, 135. They were 55 to 135. Yeah, I was right. so horrible. I was The fighting didn't matter anymore, and so I graduated six foot one. Really? Yeah. I grew... I think you are the tallest of the three, are you not? Yeah, Yeah, I am. By the way, Jay can ride the shit out of a bike. Still. I mean, he is so good at it and can do jumps and things that, that you wouldn't believe that lanky guy could get up there and do <laughs> some sideways <laughs> Thank you. Thanks tabletops and stuff. Who's the most, uh, one through three, who's the most athletic and who's the least athletic? Uh, we all have, honestly, um, I think Steven probably has the most natural athleticism, Dan, don't you think? Yeah, probably. Um, I would say though, if you rate rate sports, rate uh, ranked sports, you know, I'm best at surfing. Danny would be best at like water skiing. Danny was an excellent slalom skier, exceptional. And Wasn't very smooth snowboarding. snowboarding. I think I'd probably be the best. Danny was definitely <laughs> second best. No way. Steve dude. hated it. No way. He was yeah. on his knees and his ass I the ski, whole day. I ski. And, um, uh, and I was good at water skiing. But Steve's always pretty good just about anything. He could play ambidextrous. He kicks left footed, but he. What do you bat left handed? Golf right handed. Golf right handed. He throws the ball right handed. He He goes both ways. Yeah, he surfs right footed. Now, okay, so the question this is a this is a a kind of a selfish question, but it was a question that was given to me by an insider. Which one of you three are most like me? Me. (laughs) No, who's who's that? Dan. Dan. I would say it is Dan. I would say it's Dan. Yeah, Dan. It's absolutely me, Bubba. Yeah, you, you, you guys are two I, peas in a pod. We both have a screw loose. I mean, come on. We really do. We 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 really really. I can play really mine do. on a head injury in college, and yours is because your mom was jumping on a trampoline yeah. when you were just a fetus. I, I had fourteen concussions before yeah, I came so out. I had one big one. So, but now that <laughs> you, you know both. us so well, Bubba, wouldn't you say I'm close? I'm right there, right? <laughs> to me. Yes. Yeah, and some things. That pe- I mean, like, y- there's, like, there. yes. Here's the difference. And, and Here's the Bubba. difference, Bubba. Hold on. Here's the difference, Bubba. The difference is, is that right before <laughs> you're about to do something stupid, you ignore that little voice in your head, and Stephen listens to it. I was going to just say something similar to that, which is <laughs> nah. that you guys both act and then think. And Stephen and I tend to think and then act. I don't. I wish I was better at that. I, I wish I was better at that. Give an Steve said he wouldn't be retired right now if he was a little better at that. <laughs> Although that would be. I, I'm, my, I'm my asking. I'm, I'm trying to be more like that. So, Jay, t- tell us about your mullet. Tell us about your mullet, Jay. So it was, you know, I guess early '80s, and new wave was the deal. 
And I thought that having a kind of a spiky little new wave. You it know, really wasn't a mullet, though. I mean, it was, it was, it was like, like really like almost like, a crew was, cut with long hair in the back. It was back. like the guys from. Uh, it looked like actually uh, David Bowie. Yeah, it was like David Bowie. It looked like that kind of you know like Ziggy Stardust kind of like weird. The real without the makeup, like really without goofy. the makeup. Yeah, like kind no, of a David Seagulls. Bowie kind of deal. Flock of Seagulls, like, uh, Billy yeah, Idol. Kind of, yeah, it was. It was. I was trying to be like new wave. It so we would just stupid. beat him up extra, just for, <laughs> just for looking like that. Jay would get his ass kicked, and then Steve would go, and here's one for looking like the Thompson Twins, motherfucker. No, no, this <laughs> is <a true> story. <laughs> Steve used to beat me up every day on the way home from school, and he would say to Pity, "Hey, Pity, you want to see Jay cry?" <laughs> no, not really. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to do it anyway. All right, so this question real goes. Florida Stanley with 26 subs. Oh, thank my you. God, thank you. This goes out to each subs. and every one of you, and we'll start with Steven. Which of your two brothers was meanest to you? Steven uh, was meanest to everyone. Now, hold on, Dan, Dan. Stop fucking it. It's Steve first. Oh, I'm sorry. Dan, you answer every you question first. Have you realized I'm that? Yeah. Hold on. Like, so Jay, say it again. Microphone. Say it again, Jay. Say it again. First, first act with it. Uh, <laughs> no, matter, hey, no matter whose question it is, Dan's going to answer it, and then we'll get through it. Jay's going to say this. <laughs> Dan, Dan, tell me about Jay's BMX career. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. You know, he was not, he was 98 pounds, and he couldn't do anything but fucking wrestle, so he's a real good bike pack. Learn, yeah, he can push his 98 pounds faster than anyone All right, else. Steve, push 30, yeah. Of your two brothers, which one has has been or was or is the meanest to you? Uh, meanest. I would say, yeah, I, you know, that's fluctuated over the years, but I would say more recently, I would say Danny. Really? <laughs> yes. D- Dan, same question to you. We're not going to get too deep into it because it's just a quick question. I want to, yeah, which one of these They're two? They're not ever really mean to me. <clears throat> you know, growing up, Stephen was the meanest. True. Jay was a pushover. Right. And I was four years older than Jay, so there was like no chance of Jay doing anything to me as a right. kid. You yeah. know, eventually he got bigger than me, but Although, it took a long time. if I may interject, he is in better shape than you right now. Uh, I don't know what like you mean by better shape. No, I don't know what you mean by better shape. I actually do things other than smoke cigarettes and drink monster energy. I'm just going to fucking tell you right now. I'm just going to tell you right now, buddy. I've, gri- I've gri- I've gr- I've grabbed Driven? both. I've grabbed both of you cores of late, and he's got a little bit tighter of a core than you. Right he ain't now. got no tighter core. Okay, than Okay, motherfucker. Bro. I'm glad I. I'm glad Ribs I don't have don't an opinion. Ribs don't count, Danny. Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, I'm, I'm glad I. I'm glad I'm not the moderator spine. here, and I'm glad I have no say so. I know all three of you fuckers, and I've gra- I've grabbed you t- <laughs> you two lately, and I've done this knowing I was going to bring this topic up here. I've specifically grabbed you in the last two weeks, and I've specifically grabbed him in the last week, and he's a little tighter than I you. I made right him now. grab me actually. Because I'm feeling good about myself. Actually, Dan. Dan, if I'm in full disclosure, Jay came up to me last week and goes, "Feel this shit." And I felt, I felt him, and he goes, "Make sure you grease Danny on it, because I'm fucking tighter than he is right now." MTK2s with 39 resubs, the real Florida Stanley with 1,000 so bits. I'll be in my you, office with 50 bucks and Jay, Brandon the Quad with 1,000 bits. Thank, thank you, you, guys. But anyway, Danny, I'm just saying Jay's a little more jacked right now than you are, I think. Uh, back, yes, he's back in the gym. Back, I, I worked out once last week. Give me like another week or two, back, and I'll blow you guys back all away. To, Get back in it, Back then. to I mean, the question good. is... Look at your little arms, dude. You look like Matroni. <laughs> oh, well, oh, oh, there's going to be a fight right to fuck now. And only Steve could say that because he'll take a hack I from him. I would said that, but Steve can. If, but if Steve, hold on, Jay. Funny. This this answer, this question goes to Jay. Okay. And both, everybody else, shut the fuck up. If Steve and Dan dropped him right now, if they both said, fuck you, that was an out of bounds, call me Brian Matroni, and they went to go, and they went to hacks, who would win right now? This very second. 
I would win the battle, and Stephen would win I the war. I didn't ask Danny you. Answered it. Fucking <laughs> you fucking uh, Jay. I did it. Let me ask I you. Dan answer it. Jay. Jesus. I said Jay. Okay. He just heard Brian Matroni. I'm going to answer this question. Still, I'm, still, I'm still on the Brian Fuck. Thing. Donna Waters ball spot with uh, a thousand <laughs> bits. <laughs> Jay. At question. Right. Go ahead. Steven works out. Danny doesn't. And Steven has got a mean streak. And Danny doesn't. So I put my money on Steve. At the red. Oh, this is the best. He doesn't know what that is. He doesn't. We're gonna show, can you show it to him? We will here in a oh, minute. Oh, God. Because oh. I want to do a Diaco Law one. Diaco, Diaco Law. <laughs> where white people and black people can get good help on car, on car accidents and other great things. There's no doubt. At Diaco Law. Oh, so you're saying right now, Steve takes it. Yeah. Thank you, Jay. I, you know, I, I can't say that I would definitely take it, but I, don't give me, don't give me the cheap. first shot. And don't. he's cheap. He, Steven and, almost you know, went I'll to, hurt somebody. You know, you've been to my office, right? You remember how beautiful it was? Yeah. So when we were designing it, your recent, you're, you're the one we had a meeting in yeah, a week ago. Yeah. 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 So we're about a hundred large into this thing, and our building is a shell. There's nothing in it. There is not a window, not a piece of furniture. There's nothing. It's just been demoed. It's like two months into the project. And so we meet the contractor at the office. At the red At the red house. Right. And Stephen was um, very angry. And, and basically, the guy was opening up a club at the same time. So it was and the contractor. guy was mingling. And the guy, he's got he's he has like lunch boxes, a hundred pound head. He's twice he's like the a, size he's like of twice Steven. A, he's like a Jimmy and a half. He's, right. twi- he's twice the size of Steven. <laughs> right. And, like and a Jimmy so and Steve's half. saying all these things without saying them. He's like, are you calling me a thief? Are you calling me a thief? Are you saying I put my club? I put the money with, the, with my club? What are you saying? And he turns around and he punches a wall that he just created a drywall and he didn't remember there was cement behind it. So now his knuckles bleeding. And Steven and this guy are in each other's face and it's about to go down. And I get all Jay diplomatic on it and I get this guy to walk it off. And so he's out front, mother f in the world. It was two seconds from going down, and I was like, "Oh my god, Steve, dude, you were gonna fucking jack him in his face, weren't you?" He's like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, going for the knee. He's got bad knees." <laughs> <laughs> right for the knee. Uh, and I'm like, "Oh my god." He's like, "Once he's done, I destroy him." So yeah, Steve's very calculated. Uh, well, that's the thing. You just gotta find. Gotta find a weak spot. It's the uh, state of the Diacos. Jay, last question to close out the deal. And which of your two brothers were meanest to you? It sounds like they were both dicks to you. Um, it's interesting. Stephen was, but he's my biggest supporter. And I think a lot of what he did in hindsight that I thought was mean was to try to make me a little stronger and tougher. Um, like for example, he made me beat up a kid every week, every day for two weeks just to prove to myself that just because I wasn't, you know, I was little and I wasn't big that I was still tough. So Steve was brutal on me. When um, you're growing up and now, Dan, and now Dan's your partner and he's even more fucking brutal on you. <laughs> every day. <laughs> Not at all. Um, Do you guys ever stare at each other from the, from the glass and like flip each other off or like anything like that? No, we usually smile and wave. We usually do like, you know, 
come over here real quick or I'll see him and I'll run in his office real quick. So <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's, I, that's right. You guys look at each now, other. Now, we do, every now and then we do like pull down our pants and do a dong off so like she, he and I can see. Really? Yeah. Dan. Well, Dan. By the way, somebody <laughs> asked. I can't Dan log in. Dan the water's most spot with a thousand bits. Wait, I caught it with $69 in cash in the real Florida Stanley with a thousand bits. Also Dan, you are doing a great bitch deal. Oh, a great, a that's great awesome. Bitch. Thank you because I couldn't do it. Anyway, I couldn't either. Were you going to say, okay Steve? Do those? You no, to, right? we need you to. We need you YouTube. Right, well, cool. I can't comment on this thing, but they're asking a couple questions. Like, obviously, I want to say hey to Jimmy Clevis, but they were asking, like, um, who'd been with the most girls? And that would be Danny. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I haven't even got to that yet. But, yeah, I mean, Danny's I mean, been. I you got to learn not to answer the chat questions out loud, thanks. No, oh, really? No, 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 Steven. <laughs> I can't chat. I can't respond Steve, on it. It's called a typewriter in front it of you. Steven, it won't. Keyboard. I'm not logged in. Steven. Yes. You fucking do whatever you want, buddy. Thank you, you buddy. Tell Jay to blow it out his ass. <laughs> oh, no. This is my fucking world. And if you want to answer it verbally, Steve, you fucking answer it verbally. That's Tell oh. 98 Pounder with a BMX mullet to shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> exactly. Dan. <laughs> I told you. I'm not Dan, logged in. It's Dan, no big deal. Uh, Dan, tell me about oh, how here. you shared a room with your Latin teacher in high school. At two. At two, Hey, this is going to be great therapy for you guys. So, Dan, how the fuck do you end up sharing a room with a Latin Explain teacher? Explain that. Was it a man or a woman? It was an honor student. It was a man. All right. And his name was Mr. Blessing. Okay. That doesn't make and, the story better. And he looked like John Lennon in the later years with a handlebar mustache and like a goatee and a long hair. Dan, were you touched? And the way I was talking, not touched, it sounds like but it. But we went to this Latin like Olympics. At the Red House! <laughs> where Latins get touched too. Yeah. <laughs> so you, hold and on. And we so shared a hotel room. Now, in retrospect, it was all fucked up. There's no way that should have happened like this. High school. But high school. I went right, to so this hold time. On. Did he change it? No, this, is, this is in St. Pete? He did change it's it for yeah, you, did he? I went, I went to Northeast High. All oh, right. we're going to learn something, Bubba. I didn't even and know. All right, hold on now. You I go went, to Northeast High. What, you, Northeast what, high. What, what year were you? I was a senior. You're 84. a senior in high I school. Senior. I was in like Latin five. All right. He loved me. All right. He sure did. Yeah, he, he did. sure did. And, he okay. still sends a Christmas card every year. Sure he does. God bless him. With, with a cockpit. This is the cock he could have had back in 83, bitch. My mom opens it. So the picture he has in his altar of Dan So Mr. Blessing... Is your Latin teacher, and yeah. you guys are going out of town for a Latin five off or something? Right. So it's like a Latin competitions with like you know you do like tests and Olympics right. and stuff like that. And, won, bu- and butt fuck. I and you know, all won, the good stuff. I literally won the three legged race. That's what <laughs> oh, I won. Yeah. The fucking three legged race, Dan, which was so, a race with him and Mr. Blessing yeah. and Dan's so, third leg. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it was his cock and Dan's one leg. Exactly. So, it was like six legs. So Dan. <laughs> so ass. you guys go out of town, and where is considered out of town? It was in Florida, but it was a few hours away that we had to actually spend the night. What was your mom thinking? She never thought twice about it. I mean, and, and you know what, my yeah, mom. We had a pedophile amongst us as a kid, and, so my mom on, didn't know. know anything about it. She's I know. Fucked. He's asexual, she didn't have Dan. He's asexual. Dar. She had none of that shit, dude. No, but none of no really, idea. Hold on, church hold on. lady. None of our moms really did because you didn't really. You, know, no, you, you, don't you know really didn't. It. My mom sent me off with with men before. Yeah, dude. Like, you, you got touched. We all got no, touched. No, I didn't. I never got touched. Sure, you I was too fat. Question, they didn't want to touch the chubby kid. You got they touched. wanted the fucking skinny Italian that was smart. <laughs> they didn't want the fat white guy. <laughs> All right, so hold on. You're out of town with Mr. Blessing. Oh, Are you in a hotel? Yeah. And you're a senior. Yeah. 
And d- did anything happen? The only thing weird that happened was he did change in front of me once. Did he really? Yeah. Like I never heard naked. that. With his confidence. Full naked? Full naked, yeah. Was Danny, cut? that was an was invitation. No, huh? Did you take was it? Was he cut, no, Dan? fuck no. I didn't was know anything. Did, did he bend over? Could you tell? Did he bend over? Danny, could you tell? Was he cut? Dan's getting shotgunned with stuff. Did he have a circumcision? Was he circumcised? Oh, wow. Was he know. cut? <laughs> I feel like, hold on. I feel like it's his family feud and Steve's going, was he cut? Steven, was he cut? Know. I don't know. I don't remember. Steve's I wasn't really like, under circumcision. I didn't like look closely. I just like, well, I'm just saying how he did like, you know, right in front of me. Dan, that is an invitation really from a pedophile. I know it is. I, in retrospect, All right, now, Dan, hold now wow. let me tell you something. That pr- same teacher, Mr. Blessing, was my favorite teacher he maybe of awesome. all time. He was awesome. He was so it may have been innocent. It was just a little bit weird. All right. Yeah. So, so he never like climbed in the bed with me or like, like peeked in the yeah. shower. Danny's had really sexual. Danny's really been me, sexually assaulted by he, men. He, he never made me feel. Oh, he didn't do that. Right he never then. made me feel uncomfortable. Danny, I mean, you've even, been sexually even, assaulted. Well, I had a, a few times. I, I had a guy that tried to touch me a few times. Yeah, <laughs> that's how hot you <laughs> are. Even men, even straight my, men want you. One of my mom's like old teaching friends from Philly who ended up getting actually. Charged with sexual uh, uh, misconduct with a minor how'd boy. How did he touch you? Um, you know, he, like, did he touch your winger? <laughs> yeah, he tried to touch it a couple times. How old? The were first you? time wasn't uh, enough for Dan to run. He made it, it to my thigh, Bubba, and yeah, I never but, went with the guy but, anywhere again. <laughs> Jason, I'm I was jumping by 98 there. Wasn't it on a boat? Yeah, yes. but he had a ski boat. He had a Corvette. Hey, he'd take Dan, a gambling, let's, let's go drink. skinny skiing, and he'd get him drunk with like four other boys, and they'd go and naked got to the point skiing. Where, so, but what, you guys would, I, eat, you guys would, he'd bring out the Zima, and you guys would right, fucking, right. and you guys would be sucking out Zimas. He was trying to groom. But when I was a little older, Bob Lucarini was a good friend of mine. And lived up there. He's a lawyer now. He's a shredded guy. He's really cool. He, could, he, he sounds dunk. tough. He was cool. Bob Lucarini, yeah, he'd kick your ass. He's a great wrestler. He was a good guy. Who wins between him and Jimmy Clevis? J- Jimmy Clevis. Right. Jimmy wins every time. Yeah, never bet against Jimmy. Nah, no. but, 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 but. I would put Bob in almost any other fight. I mean, he was a great athlete. All right, so Bob anyway, Lucarini. So, so Bob Lucarini figured out Terry from the very beginning. And so <laughs> at one point, he and I would like tease Terry and get him to give us stuff and do things for us and just kind of like. You know, kind of like you Dan would, would like you know just give, hey. <laughs> just, Dan, just give nice him the tip. Him. Dan, you're just trying to say that you would work you would the, work, work you'd work the deal. You'd yeah, be like like show shit. him a little ass so that you guys no, could get. I wouldn't show him ass, but we would just you know kind of like pretend like we were all into it until the last second. You know, just so he'd take us to do things because he takes us to casinos. He takes out to dinner. He was he was he was like your sugar. He was your sugar pedal. It's called grooming. Seventeen seventeen with a hundred dollars cash. Minuteman with thirteen. Subs and soft noodle Jones with a thousand. Now, did you bits. have to do anything gay at all? No, I didn't. But not that's really anything wrong. No, with well, no, what do you call no. gay? Is the real question. Did you make up? Dan, did you make out with line, At what point does it? By the way, is, no, are, are, are any of your wives listening to this Who right now? Probably. Probably. I hope not. I hope not. So, <clears throat> so Dan, did you have to do anything gay? I mean, no, no, I didn't have to do anything gay. And, and but did it, he want at to? At the time, I didn't know what grooming was. He certainly wanted to. I don't want to. No, 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 no. But I mean, Danny would like. Terry did. Danny would put on suntan uh, lotion. And you know his well-muscled body with Bob in front of him, <laughs> and goes skiing, and they all like right ski here. naked for the <laughs> guy. Now, Danny, Danny, Danny would you right. really ski naked, Danny? I did ski naked in front of him probably three or four times. Not yeah. once. With, with your whole three or four times. Yeah, yeah but, we would, but we would do it in front of the. Say it again, Jay. Which means what, Jay? Ten. Multiply by three with Danny. But 
he would do it. In, we would go to like this nudist colony that was there in Jersey, and we'd ski naked in front of the nudist colony. So it was there was a reason. All right, yeah. Danny. Next question goes to you. Tell <laughs> us. Look, look at that gay Danny. guy with those guys in the boat. By the way, it's, <laughs> it is the uh, state of the Diacos. Uh, it's very therapeutic. At the time, again, I had no um, idea I was being groomed. Dan, but it was tell me, grooming. tell me about. I've done seventeen with a hundred dollars cash. Tell me about your stripping career. Oh, that's oh, the best. The Chip and Dukes. God. I mean, Dan, I mean, All right. I mean it's, Chip and Dukes, not Chip and Dales. The Chip and Dukes. <sighs> yeah, that was yeah. It. I, I was an exotic dancer at one I point in my give life. Me, give, us is, the, give us the years, if you could, please. Which is why I don't judge. Um, it was 1986 <laughs> to 7. Okay. And you're at what? Florida I'm or at Duke? Duke? You're at Duke. Duke. You're I'm at Duke. Duke. All right. And it started now, off. How much ass did you get at Duke? I got a good amount. for. I mean, for Duke ass. Well, Duke pound ass for is, pound, more than any other college. <laughs> right. <laughs> I did better in medical school at Gainesville. That, Whoa. I slayed it. All right. Okay. So now we're in Duke, circa 86. And, 87, yeah. So, right. um, Is there I, an ad in the paper? Or? Exactly. Here's what happened. My friend, uh, I had a friend guy, a guy named Madison, who was also a wrestler. He's kind of like Jimmy, really like the skin's too tight for his body. Who wins between guys. Madison and Jimmy? Jimmy. Jimmy. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> always Jimmy. I know. That's almost the rib, is it's always Jimmy. It's always Jimmy. <laughs> no matter who you say, you know. <laughs> Jimmy Cleo's Who wins between one. Kurt Angle and Jimmy? Jimmy. 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 <laughs> Even though really probably Kurt Angle would Kurt kick Angle. Jimmy's ass, really. Oh, but well, still, it's always Jimmy. I don't always, know. Maybe day. not. Jimmy, if you're maybe listening. Maybe not 10 out of 10. Oh, I think. I think Jimmy would say Kurt Angle whips his ass. I'm just saying. I think you Kurt Angle was an Olympiad. Yeah, he was a gold medalist. Gold gold medalist. medalist. Well, Jimmy was a Milwaukee Greek. medalist. Right, that's that's Jimmy won the state. Uh, but he's the, younger the than him. State games at 30. Yeah, and Jimmy's. Jimmy's really Greek, strong dude. right now. I'd like to see Jimmy's opinion on that. Three thousand years uh, over, over, over. T- Anna's uh, uh, wallered out beaver a uh, thousand bits. <laughs> so Dan, it's eighty-seven. You're in uh, Duke, North right. Carolina. And my friend was Mass, and he was a wrestler on Duke, and we were in the same fraternity, Pikas or Pikes, whatever you want to call them. Pike Country up. girl, ninety-two, the thousand bits. And there was an ad for a bachelorette party, and so he brings it to me. He's like, dude. 200 bucks if you dance this bachelorette party. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> and so we. So you started out at a bachelorette party. Right. And then all of a sudden, we're spread. How, how much pussy did you get? Well, so oh. Tell what you do. Tell what the end of the thing. By the way, Ramina, 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 Ramina if you're listening, no, I'm not trying to disrespect you or anything like that. This is obviously. <laughs> I don't know if you were alive yet. Was she? No. Okay, she wasn't even no. born. She was, I think she was an infant. Okay, so go ahead. So you go to the ba- the first bachelorette party, right? And so the first bachelorette party is a little cash, but I, I you know, I, I start learning. What do you have like, to do? Dance. I can't even dance. That's the funny thing is, I get paid to dance. And I'm the worst dancer in the world. Right. So, but but, but I had the, a decent body. Were they, all, a were they all big girls too? No, well, it was okay. a sorority. They were all hot. They but were he all, had a uniform, this? Bubba. He had best body contest uniforms, which would in you know usually encompass something like zebra skin briefs. With a zebra skin G-string underneath it, and then Danny would slowly but surely make his way to that. And Danny, did you tie off your cock? Don't even lie, because that's all. All stri- I've known male strippers, and they tie. What does that and, mean? And they tie off your cock. What, what, I don't did, even what? know what that means. Danny, what does that mean? What is, that, that, is that Romina uh, texting you, Danny? <laughs> Saying, is it really for real? No, was it? Anyway, Danny, was um, it Romina? Yeah. So, what um, did she say? Because I do not want to go. I do not want to upset her. She's my new friend. Yeah. We don't. These are not new stories. We don't have to say this in a way that upsets her. Well, that, what, it, what's upsetting it, about that? Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows you oh, said that, on. Danny. Send Steve that over. Dinner. Send Steve over. He'll fix it. 
Right. There was that is so there's nothing funny. in that one I think I find that well, anyway, so start with the bachelor party it spread we'll talk up more about it another time maybe but just, wow yeah wow well Danny never uh, like strip stripped uh, it was just no. like you know best like body competitions it, it, it was never bachelor parties a couple sorority parties and then it was um but did you tie but, but, did, did you tie off no, I'm tying off you're fucking lying Dude, all I didn't know what you mean by tying off means what does that mean tie off your dick no you get one of those, die. You get one exactly. of those. <laughs> no, Danny, you get damage. one of those cock rings. No, and, yes, dude, and it fucking makes it makes okay, it hang well, out. Okay, it makes it, even well, my little dick no. looks good with one. Okay, well, no. I don't. Danny I've never, never tried did that. one of those. Did you, Dan? No, I no, never even heard of it. Sure Danny, I used either. to host this show at the Red Corvette in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And it's right? Snow Wallered out for a thousand bits. So that's your girl ninety-two, a thousand bits. And Dunny seventeen seventeen with a hundred dollars in cash. They would do. Listen to this brilliant promotion. This is circa ninety. In Milwaukee, and I'm at, I'm a radio personality at WLUM Hot 102, and they had this little fucking dive bar that might have been this little bit larger than this studio, and it was called the Red Corvette. You know, can you get any fucking cheesier of a name? That's an awesome <clears throat> name, the Red Corvette. And on Wednesday nights, yeah, the little Red Corvette would be the cheesier version. They on Wednesday nights they had the Milwaukee version of the Chip and Chunks or whatever the fuck you guys are called, right? <laughs> And, and, and then, and then they opened it up so it was ladies only until until eleven o'clock, and then eleven o'clock they let the guys in. Well, right. all the guys wanted to go in there because right. they had just had these fucking Jimmy Clevises and Dandiacos rubbing their cocks on them. Right, and, and all the girls are warmed up. So, but when I would get there, I would go to the back, like to the manager's office, and check in, and they give me the wireless mic, and they'd be like, "Okay, Bubba," you know, and I would do like some kind of fucking contest or booty shaking contest or something with these bitches well the strippers the dandiacos were back there counting their fucking ones and talking about all the fucking heavy bitches that were trying to sweat them and they were they were undressing and they all had their cocks tied off <laughs> and i, and like, and I, and I they, they were grooming bubba and i asked him no but they were in the managers and i go hey guys not for nothing but why do you fucking tie off your dicks like that? And they're like, oh, it keeps it, it, it makes it look like, you know, it, it keeps it fucking hard. I'm really? like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, learn something well, new just, every day. Just for the cheap well, seats, Danny would do these best body contests in Jersey. This is mainly what it was. And that's how I got engaged to Chris. It was one of these trips he won. They would give you a bar tab. They, they, uh, like hot bun contests? Uh, $500. Like hot buns or hot body? Uh, uh, Dan won a cruise. That I, I, I mean, it wasn't like real cruise. stripping. I mean, he so, was not a stripper. And, and, you could, and it was in Jersey. You couldn't put your stuff on it anybody. Was, it wasn't no, like that was, at all. But he was, you know, buff. He was on ripped. Stage it was more like a bodybuilding going, hey, thing. Hey, hey. All of us backpedaling right now. For well, but, but, <laughs> but it was honestly mostly for That's like a really hundred dollar bar though. tab and Bob Lucarini's, you know, approval. Yeah, and he and never Bob won. And to Bob. I would get like first and second every time. And switching gears. <laughs> switching gears, knowing that O'Donnie is listening. First of all, uh, Romina, I wasn't trying to upset you, and you know, I was just trying to be funny. So, secondly, uh, Jay, tell me about Jane's addiction. <laughs> Um, it was one of those con those those bands when I was a kid. Everyone was Deadheads, and I was really into Jane's Addiction. So I traveled around and saw Lollapalooza at a bunch of different stages, uh, or different cities and and states. And and then Perry Farrell came here one time DJ, and after Jane's Addiction broke up, and a friend of mine was big into the DJ scene and called me up. What was that club? We were at Hyde Club Hyde Park. See, what was that? What was that club? The one with the the redheaded girl used to own it. Uh, off of uh, Howard. Yeah, Hyde Park. It was. Yeah, Hyde Park Cafe. And um, and my friend calls me and says, Perry Farrell wants to go hang out somewhere. And I'm like, what? And I said, how about my house? And so 
Stephen and Danny and I went to my house and ended up having Perry Farrell come hang out with us for about 12 <laughs> hours. It was the most for real. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. It was really and an we had film. gone. To, Jay had seen him so many times live at all his festivals. Lollapalooza was invented by him. That that was his festival, right, Jay? Yeah, it was oh, yeah. his creation. And that was so, his creation. so Jay was like the biggest fan of his. It was one of the best concerts I had ever seen. Was was Lollapalooza in Birmingham, oh, and it was, uh, it was like a life changing experience. So to then have a whole night with this guy. Was really he was Surreal. cooler than we could have ever dreamed of. Amazing, uh, and guy. he was really Fun. cool. I yeah. mean, he was like interacting and, and 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 hanging out with everybody. It was it was one of those surreal surreal evenings. I think he digged us, right? Yeah, he I did. think he really he enjoyed song, the three of us. A shitty song, but he wrote a song. He <laughs> <laughs> called us Raphael, Michael, and Gabriel. Gabriel. The uh, three it, archangels. I don't know a if a shitty it was, song about it. I think the guy from Jane's Addictions was enamored with Stephen's brilliant uh, board game idea. Yeah, Over, over to you, Stephen, for for that for that uh, little bit of info. By the way, it's the uh, state of the Diacos, all three on the hot seat, and we've already got Danny's wife to, to chime in and, and shut most of it down. So, Stephen, <laughs> tell me. Uh, you thought it would be my wife? Yeah, I did. Uh, Candle's actually giving me three thumbs up and saying, "I'm glad it was fucking <laughs> Romina, not me, buddy." <laughs> Woo! Uh, <laughs> I did that Candle Diaco with five thousand bits. And, and for the record, <laughs> and, and for the record, I only have one Diaco wife's number, and that's uh, the coolest one of all, Krista, because you cannot, because she's one of the boys. She is. She's one actually of the boys. like make it dirtier, uh, you know, make, put, don't let these guys off so easy. So, Steve, tell me about your brilliant board game. It was my first company, the first company I formed, and I got it trademarked and I, and uh, the, the whole game copyrighted. And this is when board games were big, Trivial Pursued, and so I had a game on movie quotes. And there were three different variations of it. And um, Any more beers? it failed horribly. <sighs> oh. oh, it did? I mean, you, you went to market with it? No, we uh, just could never, we, we, we really never even were able to pitch it to any, you know, major board game companies. They don't take ideas. They wouldn't let us even in the door. It was a... It was a you learning know, experience. You, you know what's so disappointing? But it failed. You know what's, you know what's I wouldn't say disappointing, but I would say just gonna, you guys were so ahead of the caffeine game with, I know, with, with that, Fiend. It was so frustrating. <laughs> you guys were so ahead. I know a lot of my listeners don't probably know, but there was the, the, the Diacos, and I think Dan didn't you formulate it? No, we had a guy named Anthony Almada formulate. I helped. Yeah, I but started, Danny, you, I actually you, was the base of the concept. first thing. It was, it was your caffeine citrate. citrate. I, did, I did the first formula, and right. then I needed help, and he had a, a, a flavor. Like he was like a, a flavoring guru and knew how did, to put different create, flavors. He, did, uh, what, uh, he had he had, he had invented uh, an artificial sweetener, and so he he really knew how to do this stuff. And he was able to fine tune what I had had put together because I got ninety five percent of the flavor of the caffeine out because caffeine tastes like shit. Well, anyway, it's just to, just to backfill everybody, circa God was this like two thousand. Three-ish, yeah, early two thousands, two thousand two, two thousand three. Uh, the Diacos have this, and it's a pa- about a packet, about like that. It's like a, it's like a sugar packet yeah, size, yeah, like the sugar packet size, and it was called Fiend. It was, and it was straight caffeine. Yeah. It was powder caffeine, and it was tasteless and odorless, and you could add it to anything from water to a beer, to a beer, to orange juice, to any, anything. You could put it in Coca Cola. It doesn't matter. And how many grams it was, by the way, it was F-E-I-N, 
I think it's how it was spelled, right? Yes. S E I N. And how many mil- Dan, how many milligrams of I think it was about seventy five milligrams of caffeine. Right. <clears throat> and it was about ten years ahead of the Red Bull in in, in vodka drinks. It was. And, and, and it was just like I don't know, like is it just before Monster Energy even yeah. came oh, out? I mean oh, Red Bull yeah. had just come out. The no, five you guys hour were energy. ahead of what Red Bull. No, Red Bull's Red Bull been around a and lot five hour energy was out right. because I was shocked five hour energy was selling like five million doses a week. Right. And when we were like, you know, ours is a better product it because was. because that tastes like crap and ours you could put in anything. And so to have a caffeinated Sprite or a caffeinated orange juice or a caffeinated whatever you wanted was incredible. And you didn't have to carry around some stupid little vial or some big giant monster energy can. But you For know, me, with all these things, this is kind of taking me down memory lane, Bubba. And, and I'm not trying to upset you. No, no, no. no because just, it's the opposite. Lost it's, a million dollars. Well, I mean, all these business, whether it was you know trying to buy the, the Buccaneers, that would have been a life-changing experience. The, the big fight, Fiend. Um, you know, my board game, all these different all things. All the risks. So, so all Being it just a is telling me is, and, and Bubba, how many did you have? <laughs> Nightclubs, oh. restaurants, merchandise, racetracks. And so, but we as a family, all of us, Bubba have constantly dip. are going for it. Reinventing going for it, ourselves. Going we, for owned, it. we owned an airplane together. We going sure for it. That's and, the one thing yes. I miss. And you know what? Every now and then, we've knocked it out of the park. Yeah. You have, Bubba. Danny has. Remember Jay how has, fucked I, I got have. on the chicken dip? Remember the chicken uh, dip? Uh, of yeah, course, man. That, that was insane. Uh, but we did it. You know, you if were we ever make a Publix, lot of money bro. again, we gotta get a fucking plane There's again. There's no doubt. We're going again on it. You were the best partner ever. I mean, it was... But we've had an incredible journey, all of us, and we've had great successes and great failures and but you can't hit a home run without swinging you gotta and get so up to right. bat swing. i'm big we on swinging steven tell me about tell me about the time or jay tell me about the time that steve made you eat a me eat blueberries so there's a reason why I'm, I'm traumatized <laughs> by Hey, do, uh, by I got fruit. Some good, do I got some good questions? Yeah, that's, These that's are a good. real one. All that's right. a real one. All right. And so we're, we're in Ocean City, New Jersey, when we used to spend our summers there. And my two brothers are just perplexed at the fact that I don't like blueberries. And one of the things that they, my mom used to do is get fresh blueberries at the corner store, and they would drink it, where they would have it with milk and sugar. And so they're having just a field day with these bowls of blueberries, and I'm just making faces. And so Stephen decides to hold me down and to grab some blueberries. Steve and, was a dick, was he oh, not? Oh, and he was trying dick. to push them in my mouth, and I was not going to open my mouth. Steve, you were wired so mean. So he literally, with his thumb, he, he smashed blueberries. Where was Danny my, during all this? Just giggling behind me, holding me down. So uh, Danny wouldn't even help you. He'd help no, Steve. No, Fuck with you. One. And so I'm still traumatized. Silence of the blueberries. It still bothers me. Dan, tell me, t- talking about Mr. Johnny Anger over there, tell me about the time on two different occasions that Steve broke your car window. Okay. On two different occasions. <laughs> That's true, too, though. And, and it wasn't an accident. It was both mad as fuck at you. While yes. we're fighting and driving. Fights, driving while yes. fighting. DWF. So one was I had the window down, and Steven... Wanted me to roll it up because he didn't want his hair messed up. Steve's very particular about his hair. You know, Steve you is. can't touch Jimmy's ear or no. Steven's hair. No. Or they'll kill you. They're, they're, they get very upset. And so my car was parked outside in high school. It was a Dodge Omni 024, and they, you know, don't have great water seals. And so it would always have like a little bit of that, like, you know, that sort of mildewy type smell. And I was like 16, you know, in high school, maybe 17. And 
then I'm driving to my friend's house, and Steve's like, roll up your window. I'm like, no, I don't like to. I, I'm airing out the car. Roll up the window. And so he pulls my hair back against the seat, like grabs my hair and pulls it back. And so what I do is I just reach back with my hand like a mom would do, like when you're bad, just to kind of grab anything. And I punch, and I catch the top of his nose, and I hurt him. So then he starts punching me and pulling my hair and, and just really fighting with me from behind me. And I can't do anything. So I slam on the brakes, pull on the side of the road, and I dive in the back seat. And those cars had bucket seats. Right. And Dodge so, Omni 024. And so I don't. And now is Jay around? No. My, friend, this my friend Jack's in the I passenger seat. I for many seat. other ones. Yeah. D- Steven's in the back. I made ja- Steven ride in the back because my best friend would ride passenger, Jack so Caramello. All right. So Steve had to ride in the back. So, like a dog. Right, exactly. <laughs> but Danny needed Steve to get into the parties. Right. Yeah. So I dive into the back seat, and I start beating on Steve, and, and then he gets his feet underneath me, and he sh- sh- pushes me forward, and my back hits the rearview mirror and shatters my windshield. That so, was incident one. That was incident one. And then that fight ended up pouring outside. There's one point where I was literally slamming his head on the, on the cement. I was so mad at him. But it eventually de-escalated. Did you get any blood on your academic letter jacket? No. Can you tell us about your academic letter jacket, please? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I got some good questions. Uh, got some good the second ones. broken window was Stephen. No, no, I'm argument. asking about your academic okay, letter okay. jacket, please. Okay, so when I was a freshman at the very beginning of the year, they had a, like a little thing where they talked about the year and everything, and there was a, a a little paragraph that said if you got straight A's five times in a row, you'd get a varsity letter. I'm like, I'm doing it because you know, couldn't athletically, you couldn't do well, it. I was a freshman. Right. I was going to get a varsity letter as a, as a skinny little freshman. I wrestled 107 and 114 when I was a freshman. So um, I did get a JV letter for doing that, but I really wanted this varsity letter because it's the bigger ones. You know, the JV ones were little jabroni letters, and the, 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 the varsity one was a big N. And so I get my five dean's lists in a row. I get straight A's every semester, and I'm like, okay, where's my letter? And they're like, you're not getting a letter. Like, what do you mean? They're like, well, that's not really that. We, we, we didn't mean that. I'm like, the hell you didn't. I want a letter. And so me and my mom together fought hard enough. That, are you remember the, they gave you that academic thing first. They gave you the horrible patch. No, it was like a different patch. It was like an academic patch. Yeah, they gave you an academic patch. And what the, they did at the first, though, did. Was, the eventually, though, they gave me a full-size end, yes. and it had like a little Aladdin's lamp on yes. it. Like, but, the, but the worst part was how they did it. Danny was a freshman. They had an awards assembly, and he was there with mom expecting to get the varsity letter and, and they he goes up, out. and they gave him this little square patch that wasn't a varsity letter. And this is what I learned what a strong woman was, because she my mom went to out, the Pinellas County School Board. She showed him that paragraph, and she said, this young man spent his entire year trying to accomplish his goal, and you will do Fix what it. you said you will do. And, and so they, they made a an academic Varsity letter, which is still used to this day in Pinellas County. I got four years in a row. This goes to each and every one of you, and we will start Dan so that you know the order. Okay. Not you first. Okay. We're going to go Steve, Jay, then you. Which, Steve, who is most like your mother of your brothers, including yourself? (laughs) Most like mom. Probably me. Okay. Jay? I think it's me. Dan. 
I think it's me. I don't know that that question's ever been asked. <laughs> no, it hasn't. No, so. Now, ever. now, ever. now, now who's most like Daddy Joe? Me. Same order? Same. Oh, same no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Reverse order. You want me go first? Yeah. Yeah, yes, Dan. Okay, that Steven. Means you go. Steven. Danny. <laughs> Jay. Um, me. Wow. Who is, and we'll start, and the, the order from now on will be Steve, Dan, Jay, in just natural order down the line. Who is this, Steve? Who is the most shy? Jay. Jay. Me. Aggressive. In me. anger? Uh, Dan, or in, shut wait, up. I have a question, though. You mean like in general just or in like ge- in anger? In general. Okay. In me. life. Steve says himself. Danny? Me. Steve. Passive. Danny. <laughs> Jay. Me. Forgiving. Me. Steve. Steve. Oh, look at that. If you had to kill somebody and you had to bury the body, what friend would you go for help? Dan. Steve. Steve. I would say. Brother or friend? Either. Yeah, I, either. Oh, well, okay, that's different. Well, if, if it's outside, you can put, if it's you, outside the family, like, I have a definitive let's, answer, let's, too. Let's take an outside the family version of that question, Steve. All right, let's do, let's do, let's do two, two, two versions of it. In, in family, out of family. Same oh, question. Like, oh, okay, so it's well, just, I mean, I could get rid of the body pretty well. All you right, know Steve. What I'm, like, I'm pretty good Steve, at I would still say Danny. Yeah. All right, cool. So even if, even if, no matter who you kill, you're calling Danny. Yes. Danny, you. Well, I mean, the first person I'm probably calling Stephen. <laughs> Jay, I'm 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 calling Steve because he's calling Dan. <laughs> now, but take but take it outside the family. You can't call. You know, let's say Steve, we killed Danny, and we can't help. Jay can't help us. Who do we call? Jimmy. Jimmy. Probably Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jimmy called me when he had his crisis. Jimmy or Pity. I mean, there's there's about a, there's a list of about four or five people. Bubba, you're in that short list. There too, is. For sure, there's, Bubba. Like, there's a handful that I put in there, and I would put Jimmy. Bubba. Does Jimmy might not Terry, answer. Pity. <laughs> Jer- Jimmy. Terry. Pity. If here's my oh shit hits the fucking fan list. You guys, Blitz, Tom Bean, and Fabrizi. Yeah, that's, that's a good list. Yeah, Jimmy too. He's on your yeah, list. Oh, I know no, that. I, I meant Jimmy's. Yeah, absolutely. Those Jimmy, two have literally been Mr. Wolf to the other. Jimmy, Jimmy, and Bubba have, and you been have been to everyone here. Oh. Well, for sure. But, well, we I, all, I've, but I've done a little bit there too. We've all uh, done a little bit. Tom We've Bean, been there. Tom Bean for Breezy's, the Diacos, Jimmy, and Blitz is probably not in any certain order. My oh shit, I just killed somebody. How the fuck? And Fabrizi's probably, probably Fabrizi and Steve are at the top because they got docks. <laughs> right. Got that water I got access. a boat. I can and help Jimmy. You water yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. Um, hold on now. Danny, questions for you. Do you prefer working with your father or Jay? Oh, right now, Jay, absolutely. I like to hear that, Dan. That's nice. I'm not a bad person to work you know, with. Working with dad was always always made me nervous. Um, you know, when I I remember when I was in medical school or residency, that was medical school. I had to spend a summer with him, and he was you know he's tough to work for. And I made it a point that every time he said "Let's go," to jump up with like enthusiasm. 
And I started doing that in life, and I really learned that 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 people that you work for, when when someone tells you like, let's do this, just jump up and like get ready to go instead of like you know getting up slowly, like it's like a, a burden. And so I learned that from dad, and he 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 wouldn't he wouldn't fuck with me if, if I did that. And but but dad has like a different set of like his. His norms are not my norms, and what he considers important is not necessarily what Has I consider important. Has he ever got on you before? Like, yeah, I can't all the time no, no, every, no, no, every week. Now, hold on. I'm he talking still gets on me. Talking talking today. The, one of my favorite pictures of all oh, time the, is, the best picture. is with you two in the operating room, and you both are looking at the camera, and you both have your masks on, and it's just- That it's was that just, summer. So fucking cool. Yeah, that was that summer. The that picture was where they say, I mean, hey, how, you looking at me? Well, not only that, but it's a dad- and a and a son that are doctors in an operating room Doing like the same thing. how yeah, fucking cool. rare is like it's just so rare and it's so precious and I'm not trying to kiss your ass I'm just saying like it's just it's something that Jay will never have it's something yeah. that Stephen will never something have something I was jealous of yeah right I agree. Exactly. And, and it's just, beautiful you know it's just yeah. it's so fucking special not only to be a doctor but but be into that environment with your dad in an operating room like it's just, just there's so many cool things about it. And surgery truly is the pinnacle of medicine. Oh. It's it's where the best meet, and and it's the hardest to do. And yeah. and that those two have that. It's really it is a, a remarkable. And that they got to work with the Bucks together was incredible. Right. And so early on, Dan or Dan, in those environments where you would be in an operating room with your father, mm-hmm. did he ever have to fucking set you straight, or, or or you know have you ever had to correct him? You know, it's funny. Um, he he never had to set me straight. He was a good teacher, and I was a good learner. But I remember one time we were operating, and there was something bleeding, like in the corner of the of the the field. The field's like the area where you're open and you're in the belly. Right. And I'm like, Dad, you see that bleeding? He goes, What? You think I'm fucking blind? You think I fucking <laughs> see that bleeder? I've been doing this shit for thirty fucking years. What are you a fucking no. moron? Steve, <laughs> Steve, have you ever heard this story before? <laughs> no, but, but Dad would cut promos. I mean, he would do it on I mean, nurses. It so he would fun. do it on other That's doctors. Where Dan, gets it from. Dan still does and, it. And the thing about my father, and, and somebody asked earlier, like, how did he get the job with the Bucks? It was because he was the best surgeon in the region and Not, the hardest working. And and he's one of the best surgeons during his era. In the country, in the world, he invented procedures. He in, he operated on the most difficult cases, and then obviously the most high net worth people athletes. on the planet. He was right. the Yankees I mean, doctor. He, did, he became not a just doctor. for the Bucks. He operated on athletes all over the well, country. Your dad, key athletes. Your dad Hall actually, just like Andrews, might still be the knee guy, but for years in, in Birmingham, Alabama, was the knee guy. Yeah. Your dad. In globally or within America, if a guy had a sports hernia, yep, that he it. got no matter. I don't care if you play for the Milwaukee Brewers or the fucking Seattle Seahawks. If you would get shipped to Tampa, that's right. And Joseph Diaco would fix would do your hernia repair. No, he did it for NHL players. And Dan, you may remember, remember, remember. Yeah, it was did it either, for tons of people. Either Dwight Gooden or Daryl Strawberry in the middle of the World Series had a hernia. And in New York, they were literally going to do old school, cut you wide open, which is a week in the hospital, five weeks out of work. And my dad found that out. And he's like, have him come here. I can do it. He'll be back on the field in a week. Now, isn't and your he, dad one of the very first or maybe one of even actually one of the people that helped invent the laparoscopic hernia deal? He, yeah. Well, here's, here's the answer to that question. The laparoscopic hernia procedure kind of evolved over the first five to seven years that it was out. And dad and I together published the largest first big paper on laparoscopic hernias. So he was absolutely on the forefront of it. He started doing the laparoscopic gallbladders 
back in the day before the laparoscopic hernias. Cheveria was and, his buddy. Yes, and, yes, yes. He taught him how to do it. So I learned how to do the laparoscopic gallbladders with Dad that one summer that we keep talking about. When I did my residency, I could do a lap laparoscopic cholecystectomy. It's called or a lap gallbladder in under a half hour. I, as an intern, was getting called by the Tulane attendings because they were doing lap coles and getting lost. I would literally go in there and save the 50-year-old surgeon from getting screwed because he didn't know where he was in the, in the belly. That's how good of a de- teacher my dad was. That's how many times I did that procedure with dad. And so when I had the ability to start doing laparoscopic or endoscopic breast augmentations, I was so good with that laparoscope or endoscope that I was able to take a two-dimensional feedback and live in a three-dimensional world with it. And so it was it was priceless. Now, when I was at the Bucks, I got to do six years on the sideline. I remember going to Dallas one uh, Thanksgiving for a Thanksgiving game. And after the game, I was in the, in the x-ray area because I think Allstott had to get an x-ray. His neck was bothering him. It was after his neck problems. And T.O. was in there. And so I'm, Terrell I'm, Owens. Terrell Owens. And, you know, he had such a bad reputation being such a dick to so many people. But I'm sitting in there. And he hops up on the, on, the, on the table next to me and sits next to me. He goes, hey, what's your name? I said, Dan Diak. He goes, Diaco, your daddy fixed my hernia about six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, God bless you, man. And then he was so nice to me just because hey, I dad, got had a, taken that thorn, dad had taken that thorn I out of his I got paw. a text today from the gr- fucking stud-ass Ty J. Armstrong. Ty J. Armstrong. And he said, man, I'll be listening to the Diacos. I like those cats, He's but such a great nobody's guy. better great than guy. Daddy Joe. He calls Nobody. him Daddy Joe. Yep. He loves Daddy Joe. Has there been times, Dan, when you, on the on the few summers that you worked with your dad, um, the, which was when that picture was taken, and you would fucking nail it because you are, I mean, as much as we fuck with you, you are absolutely you know, an uh, an unbelievable gifted surgeon. Well, thank you. And, I mean, you you almost lost $7,000 last week on a fucking fake Rolex, but I'm just saying, like, you know, again, you're a, you're one of the most talented people I know. I almost lost seven thousand, eight thousand on, a, on gun. a fake gun. Yeah. Did your dad ever, while you're, you know, up Big in the mix? Big Red with 25 subs, thank Guilty's you. Goiter, Jimmy's from Beer City, Minuteman, thank you guys. When you when you were in there fucking, be, you know, danning it up, fucking knocking out of the park, did Joe... Who does, you know, who's stiff, stiff as fuck. Big red. But did he ever say, you know, fuck, son, God, you're good. Or, you know, my God, I'm proud of you. You know what? It's funny. The the, the one time he did a good that question. was I was sewing up one of Jay's kids. And was it Trey or Sage? Which one was it? Was it the it chin? Was, it oh, was the no. Chin. It was her, but her chin was so deep. It was her. Okay, okay. So, yeah, Sage. It was Sage's what, what daughter. Did, what, yeah. is, what did Jay's kids, Sage, the daughter, his daughter, had split her chin open? And, you know, every kid splits their face open one yeah. time as a kid. Pretty much every single Steve one does Steve does almost every time. time he gets on a fucking treadmill. Inside joke. That one came from Krista. Anyway, go Sorry, Steve. Anyway, go ahead, Dan, Danny. So I'm sewing up. I'm sewing up his daughter. Sage. Sage. She being tough? She and, being a good girl? And, yeah, she's being a good girl. Jay didn't like the blood and so he was trying to help but we we dad candle was, there. was calming jay down cam was yes. calm <laughs> candle, i mean you candle know, was calming jay down yeah. say it candle's hardcore i mean oh, yeah. that Tough. chick can handle anything and so jay doesn't like blood steven doesn't really like blood either which is why they're lawyers and not doctors right right 
So I'm sewing her up, and Dad's there, and I'm in my office, and literally after every stitch, he's like cheering me on. Oh my God, look at that! That great job! And then he, he and really stand up, and he stand up, and he'd hit the like light that I'm using, and I knock it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> so Joe was popping on the sutures. Every suture, he was giving me Come like on, a pop, man. and so it was so funny. I will and tell you, a this. couple times he's done that where he's like watching me do stuff now that, you know, he's a little older now. He's in his 80s. He yeah. Hasn't, he hasn't operated. He hasn't operated. In really in 10 years and so when he does get to see me suture things and, and do some procedures he, he has some pride because he really did teach me how to tie knots how to hold the needle holder how to hold tissue how not to be scared how to make sure that's a big one right there how not to be scared you. i will tell you this when you were sewing up you're one of my best friends and like like one like one of the most proud times ever with jay is when i'm there is everybody okay? Yeah, everyone's good. Oh. I just put a beer down. Oh, okay. And Harley's not with 15, 18 subs. And when she, Big Red, 25. Oh, my God. 20,000. Oh, my God. Oh Slam and Phoebe's beef with 20,000. 20, when Thank Jay, it, either when Jay's in depots with the fucking zillion depots that he's been with me, or when Jay is in lawyer mode and especially the clothes. It's fun to watch, it just it? it just makes you just like, be like, oh, my God, that's my fucking guy. I well, know. I have those moments when the most recent, when you stitched up Lummy and you took eight fucking, you know, upholstery stitches and turned them into <laughs> 50, you know, really fine, fine, fine. And I mean, to watch you is uh, is amazing. It just makes you so proud. And then you go do something fucking stupid. Well, thank you. <laughs> and then he me. I, you know, I can't be perfect. So. And then you end up at my place on a Saturday with some stupid shit. And I'd be like, what the fuck, Dan? One of the proudest things I ever saw was I watched, you know, when, when Jay was in law school, I watched him do a trial competition and he crushed it. It was so fun to watch him. And he's was a so fucking proud crusher. He got second in the whole country in a trial competition. But, you know, what What I still to this day can't forget is when they were in the big field deal trial, and on that, I think it was a Wednesday. Friday. Jay, or Friday. Jay had to argue against a motion for retrial, and with really no time at all, Jay presented such an incredible case, and his argument because, you know, his closing, he thought about for three months. His opening, he thought about three. You know, that case went for years and years and years. He lived it and lived it and lived it. And so, you know, you could say it was brilliant, and it was. His closing was one of the best closings ever. It was a great close. But it's something that he... Wasn't as good as his close on my deal. That's what I'm talking about. His close on your deal. Oh, my deal. I think on your deal was one of the deal. best closes ever. I mean, people. It was the same trial. He's talking about it. the hearing on I'm the Friday. About the hearing when, when they tried to, to throw us oh, out, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. tried to fire me, and they right, tried to get right. all of it. that day, that disaster day. Yeah, and on and that Jay day, had Jay no had prep, no prep, no, no warning, and he stood up and like he, a man, and he fucking nailed it and knocked it out of the park. That was the best lawyering I've ever seen. Everyone keeps talking about his clothes and all the other shit. That was stuff he prepared for. Everyone's got a chance to prepare for those things. Jay did not have a chance to ever have expertise in this side of the. The law. He did not have a chance to review the case law except for the last like 40 minutes before he had to make his arguments. I had, had and Chad he was Thomas able to had make, to pronounce a word. He was able to make a vitiate. <laughs> he was able scoring to, home, t- 
Steve locked up. <laughs> so, Steve locked up. He did lock up that day. Steve locked Three up. Three his wins. I'm locked up now. I can, I can hardly speak. So, I mean, 42 just, subs and Crypt Keeper with 23. I would have been under the table oh, in the yeah. fetal position. Ooh, my brother in my face. And, and, and with the camera, the whole but world hold on. watching him. I raised his whole life for that moment. But hold on now. I've been asked by, uh, you know, one of the questions that I've been asked that I, as part of the state of the Diacos, is what is my most proudest moment of all... Dan, are you okay? I just threw a beer away. What I'm the drinking. fuck? You know, Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be quiet. Just, just, just be quiet. trying to be quiet. You're throwing across the room, you fucking dildo. Sorry. Don't make me call Steve to fucking whip your ass. <laughs> okay. He's right here. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, fucking... How many scars does Steve have for me, and how many scars do I have for uh, uh, Steve? Okay, that's that's fine. Oh, it's like four so to zero. I have, I th- and I've actually thought about this, and I've been asked what is my th- most proudest moment of each of you. Oh, that's a good question. Interesting. And, and, and I do have, and I'm going to leave Steve for last, because Steve is the less flamboyant of and less public of you three in my stories. And Dan, obviously the most proud I am of you on a couple of different things. One, Dan, on the, on the, your, your, your progress that you've made with me on the air. Well, thank you. You've done so well. I've been trying. Don't get too fucking full of yourself. I'm not. I'm <laughs> but, trying. I said mm-hmm. thank you. Know, you. I'm, being, I'm proud of you too, Dad. I'm surprised you said that. I didn't think that was coming. That That's the first one. Thank you. Second one is anytime I'm watching you, doctor. Like, suture, like, you know, just, I'm just like, and when you tie those fucking knots, like, you're just like, like, like Betty Ross, like, I'm just like a little bitch. I'm just like, oh my, I'm just melt. Respect. Thank you. Thank That's you. cool. Thank my you. my most proudest J moment obviously is the close. That but, was amazing. Incredible. But, but that's that's the obvious one. Right. My obvious J proud like is when J when in the depositions I've been in. And I've been <clears throat> represented by some re- I've had really good I've never had a shitty. I've not I don't think I've ever had a shitty attorney. And I've had different attorneys attorneys over the years from Wally Flam, my first attorney in Philadelphia. To JD Ako, to Kevin Hazlett, to Todd Foster. I've had federal state. I've just, I've had a lot. And they've all got different styles. <laughs> right. But Jay is so fucking calculated and good and, uh, in deposition, well, in any time. But in the depositions I've been at, when I've been asked a couple questions, Jay has stopped me before I could get one syllable out. <laughs> under and and has yeah, that's, called judges that's has got rulings has st- I mean has prob probably me not answering a few things. Saved your ass. It, it, well, it, you know that's you, that's how why you named me the Spitting Cobra, and it was I came in a deposition, and we had just started doing some stuff with the 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 what was the one uh, the guy Lunsford. Yes, and, Mark and, and you know it would never really turned anything. It was before the Phil Campbell thing, and and we were just kind of helping you out on some stuff. And you know, the opportunities for helping were were immense. But there was one where there was a deposition, and I think Clear Channel was suing you for something. And I just came into the depot because you asked me to. I wasn't even an attorney of record, and you had the sunglasses. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> and, and they weren't and, prescription. And they, like, they're prescription. And so we fought, and I took over control of that deposition, not having 
any role in the litigation whatsoever, and the case ended up going away shortly thereafter, right, Bubba? Yes, yes. And then now, that's Jay, just that's amazing. And when he saw me in that, uh, that depot, he's like, you're like a spitting cobra. You come out of nowhere. It was yeah. just, it was, that was the day. And, 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 and I have 10 of those stories of where he has just changed the direction. I'm kind of on the ropes a little bit. and see, I've been on the ropes a few times on these depots where they kind of got me a little bit. Now, I don't want to say got me, but, you know, whatever. And, and Jay just somehow masterful. I don't know, either on a redirect or what. It's like, okay, we got to clean this up. We got to clean that up. We got to clean this yeah, up. Jay's and then he just really fucking comes good in. At that. And he, so now my other story is Steve. And but, I don't oh, know. But wait, can we, before we go to Steve real fast, I just want to tell a quick story about Jay and the depots. Thing. Absolutely. There's a really, really, really good medical malpractice defense lawyer that is, seems to be involved in every fucking case we have. <laughs> and Let's not mention any names. I'm I don't not mentioning his right. name. But and we like the guy. He's good, no, he, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we respect the guy. And so, a friend of mine was talking to him once. A friend of mine that I went to law school with, and was talking to him once. And he said that the one person in all of Florida that he hates going against most in depositions is Jay, because Jay's such a motherfucker in a deposition, and so <laughs> hard to deal with, and so hard to get one over on, that he despises going against Jay, because it's just, it's so hard for him, and Jay often hands him his ass, and we actually recently handed him his ass on a couple of cases. I tell you, between... But Jay's amazing on depositions, he knows rules of evidence inside and out, and it's a game. If you don't, if you don't know how to play the game, if you don't know how to play blackjack, you're going to get your ass whooped, and between, Jay knows how to play. And Jay's got a whole different style... Then Todd Foster. Oh, they're all different. Then, then Kevin Hazlett. I'll tell you some very effective uh, uh, Kevin Hazlett. Some of the best. Uh, Todd Foster. I'll tell you another fucking bulldog. Regina Hunter. Regina Hunter on, and and her and her lane. You know. Um, yeah, it's it's fun to watch someone absolutely. do what they do well. That's, Great. And, and whatever it is, if it's if it's from painting to flying to doing lawyering or doctoring, it's. Fun to watch. That's why we watch athletes, especially if because they have a passion for doing master, what they do. Yeah, people that love and master their craft. It's fun to watch. That's why we watch baking shows. It's cool to watch someone that's good at doing something. You know who I never, I've never been in a deposition with, and and I'm I'm sure you guys may have. Uh, senior Norman Canella, Senior. Oh, have, he saved my ass once, so uh, I, I know love he him. Did. Jay, have you ever been in depots with, with? I've been in hearings with him. He just he speaks like Foghorn Leghorn. Son, remember during the Steve deal goes, issue yet, Judge? Y'all know I got to tell you something. My hearing's going. I like to sit right next to my witness. And he's sitting right by Jay, right by Steve, just so you can hear him. He he said he said the most famous line that he's ever said, in my opinion, is. Senior? Your senior is, if you don't talk, you walk. Yeah. And everyone listening should live by those words. I didn't know if what it you meant. I was trouble, so, I was so like, I, I just had to, and I didn't know that they were hunting, hunting for me. And if I had not listened to him, I'd have been eviscerated. If you don't And he walk. said another another thing, because he he was a, his, a dear friend of the family, and so was his son. I was freaking out one day, and he lived near me. And I Senior? He called yes. me afterwards. And I called him up and I said, uh, do you mind if I stop by? And he's like, Jay, uh, your brother's freaking out. It, it was a Sunday. He, he's like, he's like, Steven, I hear the car downstairs. Come on up. I mean, he's like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I come up there and he's literally sitting on his porch overlooking the water and he's just rocking in the chair. And I sit down and I start just weeping and I'm freaking out and I'm so scared and I'm, I just don't know what to do. 
And he doesn't really say much. He just keeps looking at me, and he's rocking his chair. And after, I don't know, I'm, I'm palather and, and just, you know, releasing all this. He looks over at me and goes, you know, Stephen, I'd hate to see you in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, hold on. Now. But hold on. Uh, now, but my final story goes to you, Stephen. And maybe you don't react real well to yourself in trouble. But I have been in real trouble. And I can remember I was in my pool with Nikki, and I got a phone call from you and Tom Bean. And you guys are both on speakerphone, and it's when the shit is hitting the fucking fan. We mm, don't know what's this. going on. And, I, Jay, I think you might be part of it as well. I just remember it happening. <clears throat> and Stephen, at this point, you know, Tom Bean's like, you know, they may arrest you. We don't know what's going on. We're trying to fucking figure it out. And in 48 hours... Stephen had made inroads and did and did what he did and negotiate and talk to people and get stuff and came up with an agreement uh, that got me out of trouble uh, that I, you know, that I that I gladly, you know, entered into this agreement. But, Steve, you're the guy that put that deal together. We all know it. Bubba, then, and, and I just got to say that is thank you, Bubba. one of the all time best Outcomes. unknown outcomes yes. of anything and in that history that I've seen put it as a right lawyer. He put it to, that we used guy. to call him Houdini because he would make things disappear before they started. I was the well, guy you wanted to go to after it got started, but before it got started, you go to Steve. Well, thank uh, you, Bob. So That's Steve, sweet. You mean, that really is, thank that, you. Uh, my most, I mean, and, awesome. not, and not a very public moment either. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know about it, and I don't think I spoke about it in any way that could get me in trouble no. now. But, no. you know, Stephen... I was in in two days. I went from thinking that I was gonna be arrested and go to jail, and my whole and and my life did end up being you know uh, upended. But I w remained free, and I would say the majority of that was you and Tom Bean. Dan, do you just fucking come? you know like that we're in the middle of a fucking show right now, Danny? That would be like me walking in on your operating room, you stupid fuck. Dude, just it's, when it's we say you're the smartest guy here, and then you're walking in and out like it's a fucking concert. I need to get another beer. There is some protocol had, I had around pee, here. And I, I walked out quietly. Could you say you came in like and you came in like and like I'm ju I'm putting Steve over like a million bucks, and you don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You not him right now. See Steve walk out during your fucking. I'm so proud of you when you fucking stitched up Lummy's fat fucking face, now, did you? I was welcome to. I got some like you know coffee. That is so funny. what the fuck? I'm sorry. Classic I thought you wanted me to walk out quietly. I mean, do you want me to announce when I have to walk out together? No, you just see the sign on the door says no slamming the door. I that didn't means slam for the door. you too, Dan. All I of didn't us slam and it. you. Did I slam the door, Bubba? Uh, no, you squeaked the door, though. Okay, well, I can't help it that you need fucking oil on your door. Well, I can't help it that you need to go out like a little fucking bitch all the time. I'm Everybody sorry, else can I got hold a their shit. Bitch bladder, dude. I'm drinking beers. I'm sorry. Jesus. I, I want to get a cold. Romina, I feel your fucking pain. Oh, my God. Don't leave the room. Oh, Donnie, I want to be able to see you all the time. You could be tying off your cock, getting ready to strip again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this goes to all of you. Who, hands down, was the most uh, influential person in your life growing up? Starting with Steve, or are you talking I'm gonna start with Jay? May I ask okay. a question uh, about the answer? Are you yes, talking about Dan. anyone in general or about ourselves? He said the most influential. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. My brothers. Jay. My brothers. I, I idolized my brothers, and I really followed Stephen everywhere he went. 
Stephen went to Florida State. I followed. I went to Florida State. Stephen went to Stetson. Yeah, because he fucking got it all set I up followed, for you. I went to I mean, Stetson. he had it Steve all set up for Florida you. State. I, I <laughs> Lambda Chi. I came. I followed at Lambda Chi. Steve became a lawyer in Tampa. I became a lawyer in Tampa. And so uh, Steve's been the person I've probably emulated the most and, and, and followed. Dan, over to you. My dad. Steve? I would say my grandma, Diaco, my, my dad's mom. That she was the most influential? Yes. Oh, Grandma Diaco's incredible. Yes. She's the one that came here straight off the boat, Bubba. And she was really? all about school, 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 and you could do anything. And I was like, I was not the prettiest in the family. And uh, going through an awkward stage and pimples and buck teeth. And she'd look at me and she's like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. You know, I'm like, and you start believing that. And you're so brilliant. You're so smart. And you're... And you're not, you know. And did I she put I, a couple Mamma Mia's in there. Mama oh, she Mia. talked. No, she really did she talk had a really like thick that. She had Italian broken, accent. broken English. And she just believed in you so much that you believed in yourself. And she just like just knew I could do things that I wasn't sure I could do. I tried know? to parent like so, she grandparented she was, Steve. She was I do that with my children. Now, all the time. Steve, back to you on another set of questions. If you if you and Krista would die <laughs> in a very tragic, you know. Well, looking at Fiery the plate l- l- no, maybe one of those manatees that you guys are filming, you know, got up there and got you. Two hours late, you know, yeah. I don't know my wife's post. Yeah. So if, if one of the manatees, you know, got up there and got you both yes. who and your kids and your children were not grown like mm-hmm. they are now because mm-hmm. you have the oldest kids both in college. I mm-hmm. think Nick's now going to MIT. Mm hmm. With, yes, with Bella at, with a with, with a USC kicker, yeah. pretty damn good. Thank you. Um, Super proud. Where let's say Nick and Bella are, you know, teenage, twelve and nine or whatever, yes. and something happens to you and Krista. Who, which brother, do you send your kids to? Um. Okay. So good, I had that question, in my. I I, I had, had it as well. Right. Yes, I did. Yeah, we, but we all have those agreements. And right, I don't, let's, let's you know, I, I don't really, it's hard to say like one would do better than the other. My thinking was that I wanted my kids to have yeses and Danny would have been providing that the most readily. So, <laughs> so, um, Is Jay a little harder? Jay's tough, man. Jay's <laughs> tough. Jay's he's tough. A tougher, Not compared you know, to Stevens. But, but so, so I would say Jay's the stiffest parent. I'm in the middle. And Shit, Dan's Steven, the, you the, need to look, take a good look in the mirror, dude. Michael Mirror, take Michael Jackson, take a, take a look at the man in the mirror, buddy. So, so I, so I had Danny down for it, but Jay would have done an incredible job with my kids. I would have trusted them equally with them. You just have to put somebody, and I put Dan. So, okay. Now, Dan. Or I had you? Steven, I think, as, as the the person to take care of my kids. So the only thing that I don't trust Steven with is my life-ending decisions because that <laughs> motherfucker will, will pull the plug. As soon as you, like, close your eyes and take a nap, oh, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's done. Uh, he's done. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Jay's doing those. But uh, I trust Steven with, with everything else in my I gotta life. I got to tell you, man. I, I absolutely have zero trust with him for medical decisions. I don't. I hate I, his medical decision making. I don't know if anybody's enjoying this as much as me, but man, I love peeling this Diaco on you. <laughs> it is so fucking entertaining. It's cathartic all, for us. Well, because all three of you are just so similar, but yet so fucking different. Jay, question is to you for your kids. Okay. Um, Steven. That's who was in my will. That's who. That's who. That's who. Yep. Um, if you, Dave, I'm hitting the head real quick. I'll be right back. <clears throat> See, that's how you do it. Is that how he wants to do it? Okay. All right. Sorry. So I'm going to get, bring me a beer, bring me a beer back. I'm going to get, up. but uh, this is the question Mama's that you can contract. contemplate while you're peeing. Hold on, Steve. This is the question. So just think about it when you come back, uh, your brothers are going to answer it. 
Okay. Your go gay guy. We all have a go gay guy. We do. So a go gay so guy. Just, I don't. So just think about it and come back. We, can you have <laughs> to find that by a go gay guy? Yeah, I mean, like off the top, like my go. You should have started with Steve. He has an answer my, already. My Steve, go. Steve, Steve, my he's got a couple answers. To my that. my go my go gay guy would be back in the day. It was Jet. It was Brett Favre. Right. And so and uh, and so you know, like an like if if you had to go if you if somebody put a head a gun to your Tom head. Tom Brady. So it, right it, now it's Tom Brady for you, right? No, no. Right now if, it's if, Dion. No, it's not It's not about my go gay guy. Well, if it's you. about your go, no, oh, it's okay. not the state of the Clem. Okay, okay. I was just curious as <clears> an Steve, example. And so Steve's thinking about his. He's probably freaked out about it. He probably won't even come back. He's probably leaving. <clears throat> uh, He's got a list of five for you. Dan, who who is your go gay guy? If I had to be gay. If somebody put a gun to you, was going to kill your entire family unless you had a gay experience with with a man. I, You know who it would be? I, this is so fucked up. Um, that's why we're, that's why we're doing what we're doing. I think he would be cool, and I think I would get along with him really well. I'm thinking about it as you talk about it. The drummer from Foo Fighters. Okay. That's what? Yeah, they got the blonde hair, long blonde hair, and the big teeth, white teeth. Really? Yeah. That's your go-to like guy. That, if I had to like, 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 have a relationship with a guy, he'd probably be the one I'd want to. That would be. Him. That's not. He was asking for a one-night stand. Your dad's having like stand? a whole relationship with the guy. Well, um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, just, however you interpret that. I don't know how to interpret it. However you interpret that. I don't know. I mean, that's who I'd say. Uh, Taylor Hawkins is his name. Taylor Hawkings. All right, okay. Jay. I would have to say I Tom Brady. Know who I'm blowing, Tom right? Brady. <laughs> Jay, yours would be yours would be Tom uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. All right. Who see, do you, I, I hope. I, see, when I meet Tom Brady, I don't want him to hear that he would be my gay experience. I, so that's, you know, that's am I, I, am I the only? Him, am, <laughs> I take it back. Am I the, am I the hey, Tom, only nice one? Nice to meet you. Here's my number. By the way, a month ago, I said you'd be my gay <laughs> fantasy. Um, am I the only one that's met him? Yeah, I yeah. Him, yeah. yeah. I, Bubba, I will meet him, and I will get him on our show. No, you won't. The fuck, I won't. Okay, no yeah, problem. Come on, whatever. Steve, who uh, who is your go? I mean, did you, you, who's your go? If you put, somebody put a gun to your head uh, and you had to have a gay experience, extra uh, girl, the thousand bits. Nice. All right, so I don't know the guy's name, but uh, the Asian guy from Hangover. <laughs> 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 I don't want because, Why? No because he's got a very I don't want I'd be like, Oh, okay. you're so big. Oh, you're tearing me up. Oh, this is I have a very delicate, fragile uh, but, It wouldn't be Tommy Lee, right? I'm just not fragile so, You know, I mean could you imagine what Tom Brady would do to you? Well, oh, I don't know how God. big I don't know how big Tom Brady is. I'm know? just saying that's the last thing I'd be as an NFL player. I'd be like, get me the, the <laughs> I'm Asian, Antonio, Asian boys. I'm thinking Antonio Brown might be a little bit bigger than, you know, than than um, I wouldn't date any of them. Who is who is the best driver? Wait, 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 what's Jay's answer? Oh, Jay, I thought Jay answered. No. He said no. Tom Brady, idiot. He said Tom Brady, idiot. He took it back, idiot. though. No, oh, he can't drunk. take it back. That's Danny enough. Back. That's enough. Okay. Okay. Dan's, Dan's Move drunk. Moving on. Um, the best driver amongst you three. Ooh. All right, for the least amount of accidents that were their fault. If you're talking street driving, Stephen is me. absolutely the worst. Mr. No, I'm Magoo. the best. You're you the worst. Have, you guys have had way more accidents Steven, than I have. I had an accident this year. It's the first time since 2001. 
Uh, which was also okay, an accident of your fault. My only years. accident I ever had was like in high school when I hit it was Steven, you, That's it. you curb your car more than any man. <laughs> I'm sorry, you you're Mister Magoo, is what we call you. you just, that's why you're always swapping out cars, dude. Because you're you're banging a Boy, wheel. This is a good one here. This oh, is a good. Man. So I would say Bubba, I'm the best driver. I'm the best driver. The worst. Now the best the racer is probably Jay, but he has better performance. Equipment. Oh my so, God! We uh, paid WeSeal.com twenty five. Thank you. Thank you. No, no shit. Yes, unbelievable. He's That's the guy incredible. that redid our parking lot. Yes. So you, wow, good thank job. you, bro. So Steve, you're saying streetwise, you're the best driver. Your Correct. brothers are saying you suck. You're yeah, not, they do. You, you're but that's not just that good. crap. That's crap. You know, some drivers make you nauseous. He will make you nauseous. He Is hits he, the accelerator and the brakes so much that you're, like, going to vomit in your mouth. Doug Clem's Polaroid with 1,000 bits. <laughs> um, uh, Dan, best driver. Me. <laughs> Me. Uh, Jay? Um, I'll be honest about it. I think Danny, if he had the same car I had, we'd be very similar, but... Right now, I, I've got a faster car for more years, and so I'm faster on the track, but I think that's probably because I got better equipment. Yeah, I think Jay and I would be very similar in similar equipment. Um, when we have done similar cars, we have similar times. So, and, and what he's doing in a race car is what I'd be willing to do. You know, in a race car, to be really fast, to get those last four seconds, you have to be really willing to not give a fuck. You have to be right on the fucking you ragged edge. Right on the edge. Right. And, and so what I've learned in driving, you know, older race cars, and I've driven, you know, a lot of cool cars. I mean, we had a With three pedals. We had a 430 Lamar car that we drove, a, a Ferrari Lamar car that was as, as it was a real race car that sequential was in 21 shifting. races, had a sequential shift. I mean, it was cool as shit. No but, throttle blip. But... I didn't want to destroy the car because I own the car, and I didn't want to and hurt myself because I had a day yourself, job. if you had really pushed yourself, you chances are you'd probably wreck it. But right. the problem is, is that it's it's I know where my line is, and I know where the car's line is. But what I don't know is when the car's going to break. Right. And if the car breaks when you're on that cusp of traction and limit, and right by the wall, you hit the fucking wall. And it's not your fault. It's just shit breaks. It's, it's amazing, and I, though. And I, can't, and I can't afford to fix myself or the car or to be down that long for a, a recreational sport. I love driving on the track, but there's no reason for me to, to risk my well-being just because I'm trying to get a second off my and, time. And here's the thing. You know, when you do something for a long, long, long time, you get good at it. You know, they, right. You know what, it for eight it, years now. So I have seen, like I'm at, like I've ridden with Tony before. Uh, uh, when he was testing at Lakeland in a late model, I mean, in, a, in one of his NASCAR ca cars, and they put me in the, in the side deal. And just to see how ragged on the edge, but yet in control, a real professional is. Now, oh, you know, when difference, you, when you look at a difference. real professional versus what we, Danny and I do, we're, we're mere mortals. I mean, what we do compared to street drivers, sure, we, we're very comfortable at speed. We do times that are just a few seconds off what pros would be doing in our cars. But those three or four seconds, the difference in the skill set is the so time. remarkable. And their ability to counter steer like your son. Danny and I just, we didn't grow up in the snow. And we never did a lot of karting. So we don't have that counter steering intuition that your son would have or that Tony Stewart or these pro guys do. You know, And they're, they're so comfortable correcting and overcorrection right. that it's just, it's a whole different level. If you had to be on an island with... One of your brothers for a year. Who would you pick? Dan. Steve. He knows everything. Dan. 
Dan, who would you pick? Now that's, this a, is, that's a tough one. They both pick you because because just one, your knowledge. Stephen and, and I are equally useless. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Is that what the Christmas card's going to be this me, year? Jay. Is that what the Christmas card's going to be this year, Jay? Yes. Exactly. Can, I, can, I, can I pick a wife instead, like Krista? Uh, okay, so she'd be helpful. So, she'd be a lot chatty. I wouldn't be bored. Oh yeah. Now, but you'd no, be wishing for Wilson. Between you know, between, I actually, Bubba, we actually, I actually saw Wilson. I have a picture of it. Me with Wilson. My 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 uh, cousin, who's genetically like a half sister, married one of the guys that filmed the Castaway. And so, and, and he also Gump. did Forrest Gump. So I went to their house right when my uncle died, and I'm outside in their balcony, uh, hanging out, and I'm sitting on this bench, and I look at this fucking soccer ball that's got like grass on it, and I'm looking at it, and not really realize like what the fuck is going on. And so I get home, and Stephen's like, "Did you see the bench? Did you see the ball?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "That was a bench from Forrest Gump, and that was Wilson from Castaway." I'd, For real? Yeah, oh, yeah, he had all this stuff I've there. I've got a picture with no Wilson on the bench. So Dan, who you, of your two brothers. No, you can't. You can't bring. You can't bring Stephen's wife into the deal, <laughs> even though she's the most rugged of all. Who would you pick between your two brothers if you had to be on an island for a year? I think I had to. If I had to be on just me and one other person, I'd probably choose Stephen over Jay because I think Jay and I would bicker more than Stephen and I would. And Jay would surf all fucking day. Yeah, and you and I don't <laughs> bicker ever though when we're alone. Really. Usually not. We usually it's funny because Steve, well Steve and Jay don't fight. Dan and Steve fight sometimes, and 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 Dan and Jay don't fight. Dan, you're talking about yourself in third. person. I understand, but I'm just making it easier for everybody. <laughs> to hear Jimmy it likes to lean. All right, so but, but when all three of us together, there's fights. What's the worst combination of of not getting along? Which two? What's the best combination and what's the worst? I'm asking Steve, not you, Danny. You fucking I'm not answering. I know the answer. <laughs> Steve, what's the best combination for you? To, if you had to go on vacation with one of your two brothers, just you and either Dan or Jay, who would you pick and where would you go? I, well, it, it happens. It's Jay and it would be Costa Rica. And it's because he's like like handles everything I, I i don't have to think about anything he has the, the rental car taken care of he has all this the surf locations uh and i'm like I, a different I, person when he i'm kind there. of manages I'm like it all the it's, exact it's, opposite of what i'm like in the united states and I'm dan super you know I, I really love you know partying with dan and and i would love to travel with dan but he just doesn't do it much more anymore sadly jay is jay is awesome to travel with jay is like one of the so best steve people to do jay, like two weeks steve for, for a two-week vacation dan, I shut steve. up for a second I picture every steve time. picks jay dan you pick for a year steven for a two-week vacation jay hands down jay's superior to travel with than steven jay, jay is awesome now to travel jay with. you are the guy to travel with he's great who, who do you which one of these two numbnuts do you pick to travel with you which ones would I, you travel with? i travel more with steven and he's easy to travel with but danny's much easier Steven just gets is a little bit more Anxious. stressed out about the whole trip and getting there and and you know so everything's just a little bit more intense with Steven. Oh, I but thought they're it would both be very easy. I no. thought Steve would be a little more laid back and Danny would just be shot out of Danny, a fucking cannon. Danny easy. has decided to go on vacation from the moment he's decided he doesn't take it much. He checks out and he's relaxed and he's really really fun when he's relaxed. Yeah, Danny, you know what, Once Danny? He just doesn't do it very often. I'm good. We all need to go to the Bahamas one weekend. That's what I'm saying. Let's do it like an Atlantis. On yeah, a, with just the plane. us. No, nobody else. We have else. to start doing these things again. I'm, I'm excited that, that it's happening. Jay, win a big case and let's get a fucking plane. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, I love it. And actually, I can get us a plane down there very easily, and it would be a lot of fun. That would be incredible. All right, so here's the other question. If, if you – now, I hope your wives don't get mad, but if you had to pick a famous actress from the last 50 years to be married to, if if you weren't with your wife, who would it be? Like, mine would be probably um, – Oh, what was that fuck? Megan, uh, no, no, the, the girl. Meg Ryan? No, no, the girl that was dating Derek Jeter for a little bit. Oh. Minka Kelly. Mm. That would be mine. Mm-hmm. Mine's Minka Kelly. My, uh, you know, crush bitch, so to speak. How about you? Starting with you, Dan, you seem to want to chime in, chime in all the time. He looks half That's asleep. That's a tough one. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking. Um, you know what? It would have been Bo Derek. He's got her running up on the beach slow with her braids in his mind, Bubba. Yeah, you're right, Jay. (laughs) Like Arthur. I mean, Dan's like, I'll tell you what, because I'm going to be with the 10, motherfucker. She was in 10. I'm going to be with the fucking 10. The 10. And here's why I saw her in her 50s, and she's still magnificent. And so a lot of these girls that were so pretty in their 20s look like shit when they're 40. And so, you know, there's been a lot of girls that look really good in their 20s and, and early 30s, but 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 she has has transcended time and she was really nice when I met her. She she wins first place. Uh uh Steven. You know, I like um okay, so to marry like Gail Godot, is that how you know the Wonder Woman? Like oh, that's she's the newest you know, Wonder Woman? The, new, yeah, the dark the new one? Yeah, yeah, she's, she's, hot. she's hot. She's a former Smart. military yeah. uh, from hard. Israel. She'd kick she, your ass, Steve. And then, like, but to just, like, get, you know, like, like get crazy with? Bella Thorne. Who's Bella Thorne? The Disney girl. The you don't Disney know who that girl? is? What are you, like, watching kids' shows? <laughs> no, 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 no. She's an adult. Hey, she check your brother's yeah. hard drive. It, what is it? <laughs> Only fans or... What is it? Only fans. How retired are you? That's worse. Steve's on OnlyFans. She's on that. She's, I'm not on guy? that, but oh, she's yeah. like, she's oh the fuck God. you're not. You know about it. I swear to God. He still watches Britney Spears from the anyway. Uh, Google Steve, Bella Steve Thorne. Steve's still on VHS. Google <laughs> Bella Thorne. You guys are such old men. Danny's Bo Derek. She's like seventy. Hold on. Sick, I know. We're talking about the hottest chick over the last. Eva Mendes. That's a hot word. He said fifty years. Thorne. Is that her name? Yes. All right. Hold on here. Thorne. Hold on. She's dirty. She's dirty. How do you know this? Hold on, Steve. TMZ tell you it. Hold on. Is this her right That's here? That's her right there. Is this her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you might be onto something there, buddy. Yeah. Steve goes, she's dirty. <laughs> but look at that body. Yeah, she kind of looks like your wife a little bit. She's she's hard, she, well, but she's she's a little more curvy than she looks Krista. like Marilyn Manson there. Yeah, she's <laughs> a Disney. She's a Disney actress. Okay. And, uh, uh, now she's you know she directs, she produces, she does all kinds of stuff. Hold on, I'm finding. I'm finding uh, sexy pictures of her. Uh, no, I'm finding uh, Bo Derek from. Uh, uh, here you go. Hold on, Dan. <laughs> Hold on, Dan. Really, there you go, oh, Dan. There you Dan, go, Dan. Really, Mama are you Derek. fucking kidding me, Dan? Hold on. She's, She's sixty-three. And there. you said you said she looked good at fifty. It's so bad. At okay. fifty, she looked but, good. I mean, that's who you're gonna show pick. me the one. You, show me the pick. Show me the so pick. You know who I go with, Steve? <laughs> Sophia Loren. Because she looked amazing until she was like she still 85. Looks good there. Look at there. You guys are picking old ladies. It's nasty. She looks well, good there. He said she forever. looks good there. 
whatever. Here's mine. Hold on. I don't know if you guys remember. Hold oh, on. I know exactly. Oh, In I've fact, she's talked to her so many times. She, you know, she's dating Seven the. Seven uh, Phoebe's B with 2,500 bits. The late guy. The late guy. Are you fucking bits. kidding me? Wow, she's amazing. <laughs> Are wow. you fucking kidding so me? Who's that? Yeah, Mink, that's, that's Mika Kelly. That's who she's dating. Yeah, up Mika at the top now, the uh, talk show guy. Who's she dating The now? black guy right there on the top row. This guy? Yes. Oh, the guy that oh, does uh, Trevor. Show? Yes. Oh, that guy's kind of got smooth. the that guy's uh, got the like it kills me but to say. Huge. It kills me to say, but he's, he's got the fucking yeah, he's got yeah, the he factor. So I can't stand yeah. non citizens. Blacks on brunettes. That's commenting hot. on America. Blacks on brunettes. I mean, that's hot. Jay, She's this question goes over over to you. I just said it, Sophia Loren. Oh, Sophia Loren. If it was a contemporary one, who's the girl from Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good one. Here's Sophia Loren nowadays, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She's dead. She's dead. She looked what she looked like. But what is that girl's name I from Wolf like of Wall Street? You know, oh. what, was it? what was it where she was in that oh, one movie? she's the hottest. But then she kind of lost it. Who? Um, the girl from Wolf of Wall Street. Girl. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, she was um, really pretty. Danny, you're missing Big Red 20181 with a zillion fucking uh, subs, Danny. Jeez. 50 subs. I just saw it come up. Wow. Margo, oh, someone in the uh, in chat just said it. Margot Robbie. Uh, Margot fucking Robbie. Yes. Yeah, she the was pretty. Hot, oh, yeah, she my was really pretty. Lord. That, and then she kind of she went. Yeah, Lummy's is dumb man with twenty five what thousand bits. Country girl ninety two, country girl ninety two with eleven hundred bits. Man, these guys have been awesome. I think this is her. Me, uh, someone just said Mila Kunis. She's an awful. I don't like Mila Kunis at all. She's not even in the same league as these people. This girl's way hotter. (laughs) I mean, ten times. I used to think that um, Kate Moss was hot. I like that little, you know, she's all skinny. She but she's like, not an uh, actress. No. Oh, she's not an actress. She'd have to be an actress. Somalia. You said actresses. You said right. actress? Now, hold on. Yeah. What, what, as we're wrapping this up, what's the maddest you've ever been at, 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 at well, at, you know, like Steve, you, ha- you have to a- answer for, you know, to Jay and to Dan, and then Dan, you, Steve, and Jay, and then, you know, obviously Jay, you, Dan, and, and Steve. The maddest I've been at my brother's. Yeah, like let's oh, let's God. pick let's pick Danny first. Oh, There's God. no way I'm going to say that on air. Okay. No. Nope. <clears throat> well, then no we all know what that one way. is, brother. Okay. But I'll but, say no, this. Hold on. How about maddest arable? Um, the maddest arable. <laughs> I mean, uh, Dan slept with one of my girlfriends. At the red. <laughs> you showed him that before the end of today, though. He's got to see it. Dan, you slept with one of his girls. His girlfriend afterwards. Jay did that to me too once. How long? No, no. I, I don't. And I, I don't want to get into time frames or. I don't want to say. And I've stayed away from all of that because Romina flipped out. But I did have like, who's got the biggest penis? And have you guys ever slept with each other's? You know, uh, each other, no. other, 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 <laughs> no. you know, tossed away girlfriends and things like that. But you know, Romina flipped out. Very little, very little, very little of it tossaways. Days. Very little tossaways. I think yeah. there's been a few of them. Uh, so. Now, how about how about Jay? Can can you talk about the maddest you've ever been mad at Jay? Um, when he said that I couldn't have property in Costa Rica. Oh, I remember he that. Owned what the do you country. Mean? He he banned me from buying. I found that property a wonderful there. place. Okay, you know everything in my life is, as you know, everything in my life is done calculated. Know, well, it, no, it's all done by consensus. It's the Diaco consensus. Is this okay? This is good for the family. This is not good for the family. I found one thing in the world, a little place in Costa Rica with pity and my friends, 
And it was my Your little escape. Your own little escape. deal. My own little escape. And so Stephen falls in love with it, and he's going to go buy a house a block away from me that I got to drive by to get to the beach? <laughs> Fuck no. So the, quiet, the, the quote that he loved is, I said, that's my respite. So I hear all the time from Stephen, how's your respite? Uh, he banned me from ownership. <laughs> no, Steve, the how, did that, how did that conversation go? I said, no, I got so a condo. Mad. I literally got a contract. I negotiated it. I was so excited. I came running to Jay. I'm like, Jay, I have some great news. I got a condo right down the street, and it's beautiful. Like that. And he's like, what? You can't do that. And I was like, I said, go to some other country. <laughs> he like, but he what? put a flag in Costa Rica and claimed and, it for and himself. And he literally made me withdraw the contract, and, and my dream was shattered into a thousand did you go down, pieces. Did you go tell Krista, and she was mad too? You know, the truth is, okay, so I, my feelings were hurt at the time, and I did respect his wishes, and it was, I mean, it's not, I mean, that big a deal in the end. Do you but, have a place there whenever you want? But years later, <laughs> years later, he did invite me to buy, like, a whole huge area down there, and I am always welcome at his homes, and, and candidly... I don't know that I could do the trips without him. He really is that wired in and he really is more, you know, aware of his, you know, environment. He's just better at now, it. Now, Dan, have you ever gone to the to Jay's place in Costa oh, Jay with, has, with, uh, without Jay? No. We're not allowed. That's <laughs> another rule. <laughs> no, he's, he's, We're not allowed to invite as long as he's there. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's the rules. Yeah, you know, I mean, because you know, Costa Rica is, is, is you know, it's a strange country. You kind of got to know your. You, you, you and he's kind of the around. mayor of his own little area. There, he has it so dialed in, and you know, it's it's really, really, really hard to have his good experience without Jay there because he has all the connections. Right. They all know him. And he is like the little honorary mayor of his little town. They and call I know him, like, all the conditions. I know all the conditions for all the different breaks, and so when you come there, it's like a true vacation. You should come with us sometime, Bubba. Without having to surf, you would just relax and unwind and Jimmy and Clevis, unplug. Me and Jimmy, Jimmy actually Cle- said he wants to come. Me and Jimmy Clevis went to Costa Rica one time, just him and I. Whoa, do I got some stories on that one. Well, my place is a little different <laughs> yeah. than where you guys went. Ah, Jimmy. Oh Jimmy. Jimmy. I'm like, Jimmy, please. Let and me, his I new... Got- by the way, new baby girl Valentina. Valentina. She's, she's so beautiful. And she's as tall as I am. Good looking kid. And his kid's a fucking stud. His son. He's already got mat time. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy <laughs> sent me a picture when he was one. He said he's already got daily mat time. He's gonna yeah. be like that, that, the uh, the movie Three Hundred, where the kids are like he's like ready to fight so, at seven. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, this is the uh, state of the Diacos. A few more questions, and we'll be done at top of the hour. Uh, Dan, what's the maddest that arable? What's the maddest arable? That you've been at Steve and or Jay, and 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 if we can't, you know, don't what? get your don't get yourself in trouble. I'm not going to. Um, I think the maddest I've gotten at those guys was when it was in 2013, and when all the all the shit was hitting the fan, <laughs> and those motherfuckers gave me the hand. Jay specifically put his hand up and said, "Listen, I gave him the Heisman. The fuck, you're talking about." I was like, "Hold on like, a sec, we're talking law here." What? What? I can't participate in this conversation because I'm not a lawyer. And so that's when I decided to go to law school. I mean, there's a lot of other reasons, too. But right. that right there, I'm like, fuck these guys. And he didn't tell us, Bubba, until he was waiting to find out if he got into Stetson. Yeah. Right. I did it all We're quietly. in Ocean City, and he's like, I find out today if I get into Stetson. And, and you're like, and what the fuck like, talking What are you about? fucking talking about? <clears throat> and you then, hold the on. Jay, they were mad. Jay, did you and Steve <laughs> have a little <laughs> sidebar and go, look at this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, at the time, we had that big, massive uh, firm, and Steve and I were both say. I don't know where he thinks he's going to get a yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Did, did Jay go, hey, Steve, you think this motherfucker, weren't, uh, Rob's not going to, uh, Rob Adams ain't going to let him fold us up into this motherfucker. Yeah. Say. He's Rob Adams is going like to flip the fuck out. That gonna, ain't happening with Rob Adams. Yeah. Good luck on being with, <laughs> you know, yeah, Exactly. All right. So, and then 
uh, Jay, uh, Arable, the most mad that you've been, if you can talk about. Of course I can. Um, you probably can't really talk about no, them. I, I, got, I got a couple. So the <laughs> one with Danny was when we, I turned 18, graduated my senior year, and we go on this blitzkrieg of Europe, this bus tour. <laughs> and we're in, was it Austria then or, or Holland? Germany. Uh, we had a lot of so stories in that trip. We were literally we in every scrapping country. the whole time. The we three fought throughout Europe. Fought everywhere. And so Stephen and Danny had a fight with brushes where they both came out of it looking like Bruce Lee with all the cuts all over him. It was incredible. So Danny's taunting <laughs> me and I'm just a little kid and, and I'm like, you know, fuck you. And I throw up my foot. To like kick him, and he grabs my heel, and he throws it to the sky, and I fall right on my fucking face. And open. I was so mad in that moment, Danny. It still bothers me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and then Stephen was. We were having an argument, and Fair Oaks. he ripped my shirt open. The buttons right off my Steve fucking. Steve is shirt. violent. He <laughs> ripped the buttons right. I opened my shirt up. Rip. <laughs> Butts came fucking flying off. Out of all you, is Steve the handsiest when it comes to putting hands on somebody? No, we don't put hands on each other anymore. Bullshit, that stopped you know. about No, that stopped about 15 years no, no, ago. No, I mean, I'm not talking about as now, but like when you were growing up, yes. it sounds like Steve was whipping the most ass. Like, no, he was the first one to, to throw the hands on, and then I don't know that it always worked his way. In hindsight, I looked at a couple of videos, and I guess Danny was much stronger than I remember, because I saw a video recently of us fighting on the beach, and Danny schooling Steven in a way that I don't ever remember happening, but in hindsight, I no, guess it was always it so much stronger, bigger than him. We had to team up on him, didn't we, Steve? It was yeah, like we would do the double tag. We would do Danny also like like I, I'll give you an example of why Danny gave me respect. So yes, he was stronger. Yes, he could beat me up. He bullied me like any big brother would, but he knew if I got really pissed, it was on. And like and plus, he had to go to sleep. Yes, what, 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 like that gave us boxing gloves. <laughs> no, but you, I don't know. Oh, I get him. You're right. You're, you're right. right. Steven will get you one way I'm saying. I may win the battle, but Steven with the and war. Knowing, and knowing you guys as well as I do, here's what the common denominator with you, Steve, is this. Your brothers would be like, yeah, we may have got one over on Steve, but that motherfucker is the most non-forgetful, yep. always keeping score. memory. He yeah. would stay up for hours upon hours just so you would fucking, so he I could would... strangle you while you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> they had rules yeah. like that. Like, no, if, but... if you accidentally hit somebody in the face, you got a face shot back. That's true. Okay? Yeah. And no so, balls, no face. So, so, but an example with Danny and I was, Dad gave us boxing gloves one year, and so we were in the garage, and we're boxing with gloves, and Danny is just... Pummeling you. Pummeling me. And he's just like, like now it's, you know, I'm, I'm clearly like, can't even defend myself. And he's just lighting me up. And I was really upset. And I just remember when you untied the gloves with your teeth. Yes. You know, that's what you do. I just undid them and whipped them off and punched them as hard as I could in the face with my bare fist, you know? And so that was the last time we boxed. And but wait, had, wait, I went down on the knee because he almost knocked me out. <laughs> and then I chased him around the neighborhood for literally an hour. And I couldn't catch a little fuck. Right? <laughs> I was so mad. Yeah, I, remember, I was fucking Phoenix circles, right? I chased yes. him for Phoenix a fucking hour. Yes. He ran and ran and ran and laughed and ran and laughed. And I wanted to fucking kill That may have been the maddest I've ever been that at. That is right there, that, Danny. When he broke my windshield and I slammed his head on the ground. Yeah. Those are two of the maddest I've ever been at him. So, so uh, Steve, this is what you're not up to speed with. This commercial was cut. 
<laughs> in two thousand in two thousand and eight, okay, and it, and it's and it's in from a place in North Carolina, and it it it's you know it was about white people and black people being able to go to the same house of the same place and buy furniture, okay, okay, and Stephen, this is a real commercial, and it's so fucking bad that it might be the most brilliant thing I've ever seen in my life, and. It, the, the two people that wrote it are the two guys that are singing the jingle throughout there. They're the people that made this thing. And so when you hear us just arbitrarily out of nowhere, at the Red House. This is what oh. we're talking about, and I want to play it for you. It's going to be on the screen right now. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. I'll just get along at the Red House Furniture. We, we can. can. At the Red House. And by the way, Jay, this is, I mean, Steve, this is a real, this is a real place. Like this is a, this is a real, it's still, a, it's, it's still in business today. I love the ties. It, Look how one yeah. super long, super short. <laughs> <laughs> super short. <laughs> These are awesome. Here we go. And it's still in business today. I'm Richard, AKA Big Head. I work at the Red House. At the Red House. I like pumping iron and pumping furniture into people's homes. <laughs> he missed the part where he said I'm black. Now now watch watch how uncomfortable his shake looks with this white girl. <laughs> I'm Johnny White. AKA T Engage. I work at the Red House and I'm white. I like deer hunting, bass fishing, and extending credit to all people. <laughs> at the Red And he's shaking a black guy's hand with a glove on. <laughs> I'm black and I love the Red House. I'm white and I love the Red House. <laughs> I'm a black woman and I love With the African design. <laughs> the Red House. I am white, and the Red House is for me. <laughs> At the Red House. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. And by the way, Steve, this is a real commercial. It's like the best. Look at the sofa. It's perfect for a black person or a white person. <laughs> this mattress is perfect for a white person. Or a black person. <laughs> 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 Where black people and white people buy furniture. Now watch. <laughs> and Hispanic people too. Asians. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Is that not the <sighs> best fucking the best commercial? Is really brilliant. Ever made. Really, everybody should That's see so that at funny. this time too, man. Can we all get it, along? It really, it really is. You yeah. know, the politician that came out with that type of fucking deal would win it all, would he not? All of oh it. Because really, everybody does love each other. It's just so much crap. It's just, it's just, and... it's just straight bullshit. I mean, you're right the on. only one that's met with. Although I did uh, sit with Donald Trump at Howard Stern's wedding, I, but I didn't have a meeting about boxing like like you did, my friend, with him. It was pretty cool, man. We're just gonna keep swinging, Bubba. All keep of swinging. Us. Just we're gonna keep, keep we're gonna keep swinging. Fucking ball. We're gonna yep. keep swinging. Oh my God! So many. I'm trying to look up Blitz. I'm trying to get a hold of the leaderboard here, and it's not coming up. Here it is. Here it is. Hold on. <clears throat> I gotta give the following people some huge, huge, huge donations tonight. Yes. Um, we pave, we pave, we seal. Uh, slamming Phoebe's beef. Lummy uh, is dumb man. Country Girl 92. Blitz, I don't have the PayPal amounts, but I know you do. If you could give me uh, some of the big swingers over there. Okay, and I know like uh, Big Red donated a lot of subs. And and yes. subs as well, yes. yes. Subs. Thank you, everybody. Guys are awesome, Thank you, guys. I, you know, I did a very lackluster job of calling out the bits, but No, you didn't. You did good. Country Girl so, 92, The Real Florida Stanley, Dingleberry Stink, Dude Wears My Ham, uh, Airtight Ski Pole, Caviar Tacos, all Brandon the Quads in there. And then again, Blitz, we had a ton of subs from, I think, Big Red, 
<clears throat> um, I'm trying to and think. Thank you, JJ, for my sub. And thank and thank you for for Dan's sub uh, as well. More importantly, uh, guys, thank you for coming in on your on your Friday. It was fun. It was think, a lot of fun, guys. I think Hemingway Cat Blitz might have been the number one guy on the subs. Oh. Is that is that okay? I didn't know they did any. Oh, I thought I didn't uh, see I, Hemingway I, Cats. Oh, you're right. I'm wrong. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> I, was I, the I, I got the wrong. Fuck show. Dan, why would you even say that, Dan? I'm sorry. Dan it up. Just, just when he we we, 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 we we tell him that he's the fucking smartest, he's an angel with his hands, and then he pulls some fucking rook move like that. That's and okay, Dan. Donna Waters Jeez. both just threw in another thousand bits. Hell yeah! <laughs> Steven, it's good to get you. Uh, these two jokers come in all the time, but Steve, it's good to get you. We have to do this more often, because you know I got a ton of questions. I got a lot to shot that Romina shot down right out of the fucking box. <laughs> Dan, I thought Romina fun. would be one of the coolest, and she ends up up showing her ass tonight. Nope. Ramina, I've been pulling for your tits, too. <laughs> I asked Steve, have I not been you pulling have. the I've been pulling you the hardest. Lobbying for both of us. God damn it, Ramina. <laughs> <laughs>